Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zamundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. And we're live. Welcome to Zumundo Podcast, episode three, with me, Doolin and. With me, Keith. <laughs> with okay. with me, Keith. Thank yeah, me, Keith. Me. I'm Keith. He's doing. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a week, man. It's been a week since we've been back here. This is uh, quickly becoming one of one of my favorite parts of the week. Being back here doing an episode of Zoom on, and we're only three episodes in. So absolutely a highlight of mine. It's been a fun ride, dude. So what's uh, what's your week been like since we last met up? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't really complain. Anything of interest? A lot of cool news, which you're going to hear about soon has come out. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that. You know, uh, I did something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> well, I've been pretty busy. I'm prepping to uh, go away on vacation here in a couple of weeks. So, But don't worry. We're going to make sure we have uh, episodes that are going to be set to release while I am away on vacation. Um, I went to went to see Brian Regan, comedian, live last week, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, good yeah. show? Yeah, it was a pretty good show. It wasn't as good as his old stuff, but it was still pretty... It was a good show. You know, I, I love me some Brian Regan, so it was nice to see him live. Nice. Yeah. Well, you want to go ahead and just... Uh, I said we kick it off, man. Said. Cut off the BS and just jump on into the show? Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's uh, get it started with brews, news, and reviews. Here we go. Thanks. It stinks. We're going to talk now about I a for- couple of things. Yeah, now I remember what we were going to say. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, we're not addressing the, uh, the Captain oh, America Oh, yeah, for those room. of you who are listening or listening to this uh, later and are not watching me on the podcast uh, on TikTok Live, I am in my Captain America gear, so... We are, uh, yeah, we're. Yeah, he's, he's complete with mask and everything's pretty cool. He's got a shield. It's, it's got out some here. weird lighting effect happening yeah. right now. That's kind of strange. I could probably but. adjust that or something. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm rocking a uh, Sweetwater t shirt today. I just have to say, uh, our sales rep from there, I should say, oh, yeah, mine or whatever, sold us the roadcaster. called me and was like, hey, how's the roadcaster working out for the podcast and everything? So that was really cool. They got great customer service. So I figured I'd rock their shirt today. Yeah. Well, if uh, if you're listening to this, man, we we, we dig the roadcaster. It's uh, absolutely definitely helped us to run this podcast efficiently. Um, all right. So, brews, news, and reviews, right? Let's do it. You, know, you want to open yours? You want to do mine? You want to do it together? Sure. Three, two, one, Three, go. Three, two, one, go. Oh, that's uh, satisfying. Uh, <laughs> I know I would, and I washed it down with a tall, cool Budweiser. Uh, yeah, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> so, as I as I've mentioned in the previous two um, episodes, you know I, I can't drink beer because of the carbs and everything. So I'm trying to trying to lose the weight, trying to lose a little bit of weight here. So I have a Svedka vodka soda. Last week it was the White Claw vodka soda. Yeah, um, yeah, we so, support that. Yeah, so this is the Svedka. Well, Can vodka think? soda. So let, 
It's no drink. Yeah, we got the drink. Somebody in the no drink. Yes. Well, no, I, I can drink. I'm just not drinking beer because of the carbs. That's all. All right, here we go. I'll I'll go first. We'll try it. Yeah. Don't mind me. Oh, it's a uh, strawberry lemonade. I like it. This one actually is pretty high on the carb count, though. It's like six point five, which is a little too, a little bit too much for me. So it's probably the only one I have tonight. Uh, until later, until we get like halfway through the show, and I'll say, well, let me go crack open another one. But uh, yeah, this is the Svedka vodka soda, nice. uh, real nice. vodka, real juice. Uh, this one is about eight uh, percent ABV, so Ooh. it's uh, it's a little bit stronger, Spicy. a little bit stronger than what I'm usually sipping on. Right, right on. What do you got? Uh, I'm drinking a pernicious IPA, India Pale Ale from Wicked Weed Brewing. If anybody's <laughs> Wants to see the can. It's kind of a cool can. It's all purple and it's got hops and stuff all over it. It's an mm-hmm. IPA. It's good. It's 7.3%, uh, and it's not too boozy or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to always do IPAs, but you know what? It's on the shelf, and I was like, I've had that before. I want to I want to drink another one, and uh, I like it, actually. I, I think it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's easy. It's, it's kind of refreshing. It's not super aggressive. It's not super hoppy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we should just change it to like dueling seltzers and Keith IPAs because that's all just, we've done yeah. so far at this point. Making up for the calories for it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those are our brews. Somebody in the uh, live chat said, uh, what happened to Captain America? Did he fall off the wagon? Oh, yeah. Cap, <laughs> hey, you don't drink. Language. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's the brews. Let's hit the news. All right. You I got, got news? You got yeah, news? Yeah, I got He's some got news. news. Got some news. So what do you got? A lot of this is... Uh, Potential news, not to be confused with the potential podcast, which they're also which, too. Which, which my friend Taylor um, Sokol hosts. So Super Mario came out on digital platforms. This nice. is the movie, not the game. The, um, right. As of May 16th, so you guys can go watch that now. I haven't seen it yet. I oh, I loved it. it. Was it good? It was a lot of fun, man. And like, yeah, when I, I went to go, I went to the theaters because I was going to go see it. Oh, yeah, you did that by yeah. yourself. And right? I did yeah. it, like, I did it completely by myself. I was like the only, I'm, I'm like a 40 something year old man just sitting in a matinee by myself watching Super Mario Brothers and loving every minute of it, man. It was just, it was just a fun film. I dug it. That's it was, good. I'm excited to see it. A lot of good yeah. music in it, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they, like, they threw a lot of fun, like, uh, Easter eggs in there for, like, Clint. Uh, fat, classic fans of the original, like they even fit the um, the Super Mario Brothers rap from the first uh, oh, wow. from the old from, from the, the old cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, in yeah. there. So uh, yeah, just a lot of fun I Easter eggs. Possibly perform. Yeah, but that's streaming on Paramount Plus now. Uh, it's on all digital platforms, so it's probably gonna be on everything. Hey, Tiff, um, what's up, Tiffany? My cousin hey. Tiffany's joining us in the chat. So Tiffany. the uh, the next thing I got is the Haunted Mansion trailer came out. So okay, this so is a movie okay. based let's on a talk, ride at Disney World. Let's talk about this. So let's talk about a couple things. It has some elements of the ride. If you've never been on the ride, like the mirrors and stuff in the in the preview. I'm not. This isn't a spoiler. We haven't seen the movie or anything. That's, and yeah. like somebody actually gets cast out of the house in one of the chairs, and the chair loosely resembles the chair you're in. Like, or like a teacup kind of chair right. from like a ride, which mm-hmm. is, I thought was kind of cool. Um, that being said, there are two other movies that I can name off the top of my head that were based off of Disney rides. All right, so, so we've got Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously. obviously and the uh, the Jungle one, right? The Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise yeah, yeah. With, with The Rock. Which, if you ever go on the Jungle Cruise at Disney World, is much more of an adult-themed ride than you would expect. Well, it really depends on the host that you get when you're I doing the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I had a good one last time I was there. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, she was hilarious, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, unless you're that one but cameo they, person that actually gets Jack Black on it or something, <laughs> you know, which would be really cool. Well, they did. A, they already did a Haunted Mansion movie, I think, like right around the time that Pirates of the Caribbean came out. And then that was like a really huge success. And like, oh, let's do another one. And they did the Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. And that was not so really? much of a okay, success. So did you not see it? No, I don't oh, remember it that. Wasn't, it wasn't great. I don't remember that. I yeah. kind of vaguely 
remember, but I can picture his face doing anything. So yeah, I mean, it. it was very, it was very Eddie Murphy, and yeah. you know, poor Eddie Murphy's had a string of flops in his career, and he's that done was a lot of movies. He's, he's done a lot of movies, movies, but not all of them were that great. But that was definitely one of them. So, of all the movies that Eddie Murphy has done, Haunted Mansion was definitely one of them. So that's an interest, just an interesting kind of thing, right? Movies based off of roller coasters and rides and stuff, right? Uh, Extraction two is coming out. Extraction one. This is you know Thor goes and saves the day again. Okay, I hate so to this say is it like uh, that. What, not, another another Chris Hemsworth movie. A Chris Hemsworth action movie. He's jacked, tan, and kicking. No, and, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Chris Hemsworth jacked and kicking ass. No, the first get out one of here. was pretty entertaining if I remember correctly. A lot better than um, uh, when they redid uh, Red Dawn. But that's beside the point. Uh, we also got an Arnold documentary coming. Oh, that comes out on June, June 16th. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So Extraction 2, June 16th. But on June 7th, we get an Arnold documentary. I The thing I saw on his Instagram was uh, One Man, Three Lives. So it must be like his bodybuilding life, his right. movie star life. And then and you know, probably political life. And stuff. Yeah, um, which is cool. I mean, you know, everybody loves Arnie. So oh, it, it should be interesting. Um, other than that, Universal Studios announced that they're going to do a 30th anniversary making of Jurassic Park tribute store in the park so which I, park which part universal i guess in universal yeah um, i guess i guess that'd be the place you do it, it right if universal studios is doing it they're gonna open it at disney <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i mean no, probably okay. um no but uh yeah it should be good i mean i would assume they already have a jurassic park area up there so they, they might have a merch store so this could be cool mostly dr grant malcolm ian style are we know, actually going to have Sam Neill and like jeff goldblum i don't know they should i know i know for harry potter world I don't remember which one, but one of them that they opened up, all the actors came out, and it was like a big deal. Ooh, okay. Yeah, they did a whole thing for it. But this is just a merch store, so I don't know if they're going to go off. It's a place, yeah, it's a place to go buy Jurassic Park merch. Yeah, they also do apparently have an IPA that is unique to Universal Studios and Jurassic. specifically Jurassic Park if you ever go to the park. Get, I get Jurassic had, Kicked IPA or no, something? No, it's, yeah. it's just a, it's, apparently it's good. Uh, and I learned that from, I believe, the Potter Collector uh, on okay. Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff, yeah. Okay, uh, that's kind of wraps it up from that's what's yeah. happening soon. A little yeah. bit of a slow week. Um, I, I I have a little bit of news. Um, uh, so I, I, I went searching for uh, some information on Superman Legacy. Um, so we're we're about oh, yeah. yeah. So this is uh, for those of you who don't know, Superman Legacy will be the Superman reboot um since we're gonna we're gonna like reset everything with flashpoint essentially they're gonna kind of go the way of what the comic books did because in the comic books flashpoint kind of uh changed the timeline and then everything was different and kind of gave dc comics an opportunity to reboot the franchise well with dceu they're they're so just they're disjointed and they they're they don't have like a strong continuity game at this point, um, just because everything's gotten so messed up. So they're gonna okay. So they're using Superman Legacy is gonna be kind of the the point of like getting everything kicked off um, and for their version of the MCU. For their well, yeah. So yeah, well, they're way way uh, behind so MCU. Flashpoint is the Flash movie is supposed to kick it off though. I thought. Uh, well, the Flashpoint uh, is kind of gonna be the reboot, so it's gonna bridge uh, the gap between like the old DC EU. And the new DCEU. DCEU. So they're they're just basically taking everything and being like, yeah, well, that still happened, but that's a different reality now. So we're just going to so go ahead and... Okay. It's like a retcon thing, like Charles explained, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, not really a retcon, well, okay, just, yeah, or, yeah. just a reboot. Okay. Um, so I, I went and I did some digging. Um, obviously, it, much to my sadness, we're not going to have 
Henry Cavill is not going to be a part of this project. He's what? he's out as Superman as we've known since December of last am I, year. Am I so in? am I up? Am I up? Is I don't think yet? you were ever in, brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, Flexing for the camera. So we've got a couple of casting rumors, or at least the uh, people that are in the forefront of everything. Uh, right now, we're looking at. Um, there's a relatively unknown actor, and I had to go look him up, and I haven't seen anything that he's done, but his name is uh, David Corinsweat, I think. Um, Corinsweat. Cor- yeah, Corinsweat. Corinsweat, or cor- whichever. Um, he is... It's actually Corinsweat. Corinsweat. <laughs> yeah. He, he's rumored to be in the, the front runner for uh, Clark Kent slash Superman for this one. And Did you look him up? Does he look the part? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got the, the dark hair and the broad shoulder build and the blue eyes and everything. So, I mean, yeah, he looks like he could pull it off. All right. Actually, I don't, I don't know. I didn't check to see if he had blue eyes. But then again, neither did Brandon Routh. So they just put him, they threw him in some blue contacts and like, yeah, you're good. Go. And then That's we have, uh, this is an interesting choice. Potentially, as the rumors are saying, Nicholas Holt as Oh, I Lex was hoping Luther. you said Cage right there. <laughs> oh, Nic- oh, my God. I would Nicholas love Cage Nicholas as Cage as Lex Luthor. God, can we make that happen? Nicholas Cage, what are you doing, man? I mean, Why just, aren't you playing Lex Luthor? Dude, he's Luther? coming off Dracula, so he's, you know, he's hot right now. <laughs> no, oh, God, I would love to see Nicholas Cage as we Lex Luthor. No, this is uh, Nicholas Holt. I don't know if, if you know who he is, but um, probably most uh, nerd cred that he would have would be as... Uh, Beast in the X Men movies, not okay. not Kelsey Grammer, right? But the uh, obviously the uh, what was the name of the the uh, first class, first class, the newer first class, yeah, yeah. So he was Beast X-Men in in X Men First Class, and so they're they're talking him as Lex Luthor. He's younger though; he's only like thirty three years old. Good I feel for like him. I feel like that's a little bit young for Lex Luthor, though. Well, Isn't it? I mean, I mean once when you have when upon you, a time, Lex you, was thirty some years yeah, old. Yeah, but like when you have like a young Lex, you can age somebody in your movie. Like the only thing I can think of now is that god awful headache of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor and Batman versus Superman, and it was Ugh. oh god, he was he was like I I I wanted to punch the actor, not like not like oh he plays a good villain, I want to punch him. No, I was just like I just want to reach to the screen. And punch the actor right now because of this what what is this squeaky voice Lex Luthor shit that he's doing? It, it drove me insane. That was his take on it. He's a method actor. Uh, Actually, I don't know if a, he's a meth method head actor, actor because <laughs> that's what I would have believed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. So we've got. Uh. So in terms of the story, where they're going with this one, um, it's gonna pull pretty heavily from uh, All Star Superman, which was uh, which is a really popular series. Uh, I I didn't read that one. Um, a friend of mine. I, I definitely I read, have not. I read Birthright and Superman for All Seasons, which were also kind of like tackling Superman's origin story. But I did not okay. read uh, All Star Superman. So we're gonna we're gonna check in with Charles here in just a little bit, part uh, of the uh, comic man, and we're gonna ask him a little bit about that so we can so we can tuck touch back on uh, Superman Legacy here in just a bit. But here's uh, what I do know about Superman Legacy is that uh, the the story is gonna be mostly focused on Superman's heritage, which is uh, balancing the nobility of his Kryptonian birth with the simplicity of his middle American upbringing. And so if they're going to be going back and doing that, to me it just kind of feels like how many times do we, A, see Uncle Ben killed 
B, see Thomas and Martha Wayne killed, and C, see the planet of Krypton destroyed. Because it feels like they do it. Officially, it's 43 or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think like with the MCU, they rightfully like took a step away from like, all right, we're just going to skip over the Uncle Ben being killed thing. In the um, MCU, yeah, in the MCU with uh, with with, with Tom with, Holland Spider Man. Yeah, well, the thing is, exactly that a reboot is. I don't know. It's different, right? It's just different companies doing it different ways. Yeah. Um, um, how many times can you tell the same story? A lot of times. Yeah, is, is really the answer. So I mean, it's at this point, like everybody knows the tragedies yeah. that happen. So I mean, I don't know, like I don't know how in depth into like his like flashbacks of his Kryptonian heritage that we're going to go with this, but I guess we'll find out as we get, you would think they would do more of that actually, or at least what's happening on the planet. Well, before he, well, yeah, I think the was last born even, and then you know, well, like, the last reboot, Man of Steel, like the first like fifteen twenty minutes took I'm, took place on. This Krypton. is reminding me of Willow, you know, like the baby goes down the river and she's actually the chosen one, and of course know, she gets picked up. I mean, that was, I mean, it's very, Willow. it's very much the Moses story, right? Like you know, baby yeah. gets put in the river, goes down downstream, and goes and finds their destiny and lives it up. Interesting. So I mean, that's just a thought. Um. The other thing I'm, uh, I know is uh, so we have James Gunn from you know Guardians of the Galaxy, which we talked about last week. He did make Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. One hundred percent in the captain's chair on this one as both writer and director of this film. So we'll see how his uh, his change from the MCU to the DCU is going to yeah. affect his writing, if if it does at all. I, I don't really expect. Well, much, I think unless I miss my case, like he's being he's basically the guy that's he's being in charge put yeah. in charge of like the entire big DC moves, cinematic universe. Yeah, he's making huge career moves. Uh, he's he's in charge of DC's um, like finished. That's sin- the best way to say it. Finished his with Marvel, DCU, and uh, yeah, he did the last movie with them. And depending on how much or how well he knows the source material, he obviously knows how to make a superhero movie right. or a comic movie anyway, um, is going to be how good it is. Like if he, re- if he's really a fan of the the genre, he's probably going to go all out and do a good job, you know, I guess. And if he's, you know, if he's not, he's still going to probably make a decent movie. Yeah. Uh, time, time will tell. And that's not just like, because of my opinion, but that's like most people are like, Oh, I like those movies the best, you know, specifically yeah. the ones that he did. And I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll see. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of street cred. So we'll, we will see how he does with, uh, with Superman should be interesting. Um, you know, and are Super- we allowed to spoil, uh, Guardians three yet? I don't so know. We're not quite there. I don't know. I give it another week or two before we spoil Guardians three. Um, lost my, tr- oh yeah, but, uh, we're still, we're still two years out from release. I think it's set to release summer 2025. So we got, we got a ways, yeah. we got a ways to wait until the Superman reboot happens. Um, so that's, that's what I got for news. Shall we, shall we get some reviews going? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to jump into a review here. Um, and I, I just, I, I literally just rented this and watch this because I needed something to watch. Um, before I jump into it, do, do, do you have a review or is it just me this week? Uh, well, we usually review the same thing. Yeah. And well, I you, did not you, watch that's this right, movie, you didn't actually, watch this. which All right. is uh, Amateur Hour, right? So uh, my, uh, my my buddy Chris in the UK like went on about... I have some uh, input, though. Yeah. All right. Sure. Well, we can yeah. Yeah, bounce off. Um, I, I uh, rented and watched Evil Dead Rise today. Uh, it's So Evil Dead Rise, for those of you who don't know, is now the fifth installment in the Evil Dead series. Are we counting the everything? I don't think I don't think we're counting the TV series. Okay, so um, which I watched the first season of that, and I like that a lot. Um, Highly entertaining. So you have Evil Dead one and two, obviously. 
Right. You have um, Army of Darkness. Classic. Um, you have... Uh, the new the, the, Evil Dead. The new Evil Dead, the reboot that they did back in like 2013. So that's like 10 years ago now. And then I guess you have the uh, TV series. So this is the fifth installment in the franchise. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know that the... Uh the Army of Darkness being a sillier I movie. love Army of Darkness, yeah, man. It's a great movie. It's so but dumb and fun. The first Evil Dead movie was kind of a serious B-movie, and it was such a B-movie. They redid it. Yes, the that's Dead right. They, the Evil Dead 2 was just more, more or less a remake. comedic yeah, and well, The first one was so campy and dumb, they just right. leaned into it for the, the second like the one. one. I like both of the first two. Um, and Right, so then they made the movie kind of silly, and then you get that all paraphrased really quickly in the beginning of Army. But of it, but it had a really great dark comedy to it, you know, oh, like a very black, absolutely. like a very black dark comedy to it yeah. with like oh, it's all, it's a great horror comedy. I don't know if you ever saw the preview for the TV show when the guy's like, "What am I going to do with this?" And he's got like a broken bottle for a weapon. He's like, "It's a great weapon," and then it shows a montage of him killing like a thousand times <laughs> with it. Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're pretty pretty morbidly funny i guess yeah i mean yeah that was the thing of it and that's that's one of the things i liked about it and you know, one of the things i loved about army of darkness was uh you know just it was funny Boom, boomstick yeah. yeah yeah it was a funny movie it's my favorite, a little side story and if, any, if anybody was not seen ash ash is a, a oh, bruce I'll call campbell. him a, a bruce Chef's campbell's kiss. a great actor uh, a briscoe county jr um <laughs> the uh he's a he's i'll call him a superhero whatever that has a Shotgun, uh, you know, that he bought from S-Mart. Cause shop Shop Smart. Shop, shop S-Mart. <laughs> and also for the hand that he had to remove because it went weird. It went, it went, it it went, went bad. bad. <laughs> so he lopped it off and he has a, a semi-permanent uh, chainsaw affixed to his arm. So this right. guy's kind of entertaining just to, I don't be, you know, just see on the screen. It's pretty silly. Uh, just a little side story. Uh, so this is like going back to uh, my days when I was younger and I worked at, and I'm dating myself here, Blockbuster Video. <laughs> and um, They still have this? So it, they're not anymore. I think there's they don't. one. There's one There's left, one right? in Bend, yeah. Oregon. It's uh, Last Blockbuster on Netflix. Watch I it. It's they, amazing. I hope they keep it. Um, <laughs> it's a Pizza Hut uh, now. Yeah, yeah, no. Gosh, no. No, no. It's amazing. Um, but somebody came in one night. I was working behind the counter. And they said, hey, um, we want a movie that's like, scary but also kind of funny okay and i was just like boom army of darkness take it home thank me later and they came back like two days later and they're like this movie i was like yeah this is terrible why would you suggest this it was so cheesy and campy and i'm like yeah isn't it great yeah. and they, yeah so anyways they're like well we're not taking any more did suggestions they did they you. rewind the tape or not rewind it and uh, not rewind the dvd basically oh it was <laughs> so you're not dating yourself that bad i mean it was on dvd at the time anyways yeah, okay i went off on a tangent with that story but um so i'll just i'll just get hit a couple of points of reviews for evil dead rise uh, one of the things i noticed about it is um they jump into the horror element like right away like within the first five minutes you have brutal murders happening on screen before you even like meet some of these people and then like uh opening t uh the opening title screen happens and they go back and they kind of like introduce the characters to you but then once again they do not take long at all to kind of like just jump into the horror and that was one of the things i noticed about it was um like the slapstick comedy horror element is just completely out the window on this um, okay. They they just went straight horror. With, well, so with it's more thing. like the it's, remake it's, of the Evil Dead, which is yeah. pretty pretty intense. I mean, well, yeah, but it was it was silly. Although it wasn't trying to be silly, it was just silly because it was a low budget, like cheap movie. No, no, I mean like the 2013 oh, one. Oh, the 2013. Yeah, I actually yeah. didn't watch the 2013. It's a version. lot like the show. It's like it's a little more gory, a little scary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the show's still funny, but that's different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, the show is funny because you know Bruce Campbell as Ash it's is, is amazing. Funny, right. 
Um, but uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, while they while um, Sam Raimi didn't direct this one, he and Bruce Campbell were co-producers on this, so they worked together in this film. Um, and you and you can see elements of like Raimi's influence when they have like the evil eye sweeping camera shots and stuff to kind of represent like the Evil Dead moving through you know, the building or the the forest or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, they kind of, uh, everything else at this point is kind of taking place inside like a cabin in the woods. And so this story moves it to an apartment complex. You have a, a family yeah. that's trapped in an apartment complex with like no way out, essentially. Um, but there's, uh, it, this one is, it, it works as kind of a standalone um, you can watch this one without having seen or or without knowing anything about any of the Evil Dead movies or anything like that. You can just jump right into it, which was nice. I enjoyed that. And although it is kind of a standalone, it had a lot of like really cool little Easter eggs for fans. And I'll oh, give cool. you I'll give you an example. Um, there's uh, there's a scene where they find these like this. Uh, what do you call those old record players from like the 1920s? Like a, a record player? No, well, it's like. Like, like a sousaphone or something like that's the, an instrument phonograph or something i don't re- yeah. i don't know anyways they find what they find they find one of those and they're they're playing it back and like it's like this uh they're you're hearing this voice of this like ripple through time and somebody you hear this man screaming like it's an evil book destroy it and i'm sitting here going that sounds like bruce campbell Ooh. and then i i googled it and i was like ah bruce campbell cameo he has nice. his voice in there so yeah so yeah. it's so it's kind of like it's kind of its own thing, but then it's also like that could be that could have been Ash in the past, so it kind of loosely yeah, yeah, looks yeah, into it, it a little bit. I thought this looked like a prequel to the uh, prequel. Not, no, 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 uh, it's not. It's not a prequel. It's yeah, it's its own thing. The previous, yeah. Um, but it's just funny because like they, uh, this kid goes down to the basement and he finds like you know all these records he brings up, but then he finds this book that's bound in flesh, as we know now as. The Necronomicon. the Necronomicon, yeah, you know, de- like a Necronomicon, yeah. <laughs> demonic face on it. Um, can't open the book, but this version of the Necronomicon has like these interlocked teeth on the side of it, so it makes you know? it even scarier. Yeah, yeah. It makes it, yeah, it's it's bigger and scarier. So he can't open it, but he cuts his hand on one of the teeth, and then like the blood drips onto the book, and then the book opens once well, it's you know, fed the human blood. Were written in blood. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but it, it was just funny because I was watching that. I was like, motherfucker, if you can't get the book open Spooky. unless you put human blood on the cover, it's a good time to get rid of that book. That is not a thing. But no, they'll don't take it upstairs and read it. So that so that happened. And then of course the the evil dead gets out and you know starts possessing people. And um Yeah, spoiler alert. That's yeah, kind of the spo- premise of the spoiler entire Spoiler alert, people yeah. die in this horror movie. I don't mean yeah. to like spoil it for you or anything. Fairly gruesome, um, horrendous extremely like yeah, for this one, uh, the murders were brutal. Now I didn't see the twenty thirteen reboot, but a lot of people say like, Same Oh, same. it was worse. It was worse in the twenty this is not as bad as twenty thirteen, which led me to believe like, Jesus, how bad were the murders in the twenty thirteen? Pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it was a gore fest, you know? Like, it was, yeah, th- and this but, is definitely... I mean, you're competing with, and whether they're actually competing with movies like Saw and, like, a lot of those it was. It reminded me a little bit of Saw. and stuff, and it's like, I, I don't know if, like, not that it's competition, it's, you know, different different mm-hmm. series of movies, obviously, but, I mean, there's a lot of wild stuff coming out. Yeah, um, and so, yeah, I mean, so if, if you are into horror, I'm so not if you really... Don't, yeah, if you don't like that, don't watch that. I'm yeah. not a big horror movie guy. It doesn't bother me, but I'm just not a big horror movie guy. But um, if you are in it for, like, the brutal, grotesque murders, then... completely shocked that you watched a horror movie this week. Really? I mean, yeah. just, I mean, I don't have any problem with horror movies. I just don't typically watch them. 
But um, but and one of the things I noticed about it was it's dark. And when I say dark, I don't mean like ooh murders that's dark. No, I mean it's literally dark on the screen. Like I had to yeah, close some quality. Yeah. I had to cl- no, yeah, like the the visuals. Like I had to close lighting all we the blinds and everything. Like see, so otherwise, like the only thing I would see on the screen would just be like people, but I couldn't see anything in the background. There's actually a few movies that have over the last 10 years or so come out they've been way too dark yeah, yeah that was that was definitely one of them i was just like i was considering like maybe i should adjust the brightness on my screen or something no, there's nothing wrong can. with my screen well no you can you can cheat and like video games go really dark now too yeah. you know like you, you put on call of duty it's like oh make this barely visible yeah and if you're, you're, if like, you're no, playing crank a, it up in a well-lit room yeah you can't see everything so it definitely plays an effect yeah um the uh, the effects uh were amazing great special effects i expect nothing else um and uh, I think the uh, so the story centers around uh, a family that's stuck in this apartment building and like the patient zero for the the dead eye possession uh, is an actress by the name of uh, Alyssa Sutherland. And she was just um, she related to Kiefer. Uh, I don't I don't know. It'd be a lot cooler yeah, if she be, was. It would be cool. Um, He's a great actor, too. But she was just, she was dark and disturbing and terrifying. So, well, like, hats I off know, to her, man. She did a great job. I know a lot job. of people, as soon as kids are involved, like, in a scary movie, they're like, nope, I'm out. Like, Damien, like, I'm out. Like, it just freaks them out. Oh, you know, yeah, exorcist, absolutely. Yeah, no, kind of and, there, yeah. and there are children yeah, in this movie, creepy, which, yeah. um, you know, which makes me, which makes me think, like, uh, which one is she? Uh, Alyssa Sutherland. He showed me a picture of uh, all no. these people. No, 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 no. Oh, that's no, 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 no. He's actually just chatting with, uh, <laughs> with who's that guy? <laughs> he's cool. Um, yeah, but Terry Crews, <laughs> Terry Crews, <laughs> your friend, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, isn't Terry Crews everybody's friend? He seems like he'd be friendly to um, everybody, yeah. But like, yeah, just ulti- I like Terry Crews. ultimately, just, um, great job on, on the movie, even though, like, uh, listen, I can say, I can honestly say two things. One, the movie was not for me. Like I, I didn't particularly enjoy it, but okay. also Ooh. it what it's because it wasn't for me, and I can still acknowledge that it was it was a good horror film. So like okay. like I said, because I'm just not a horror guy. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a I'm a super horror movie. I mean, like I could dive into some really messed up horror movies right now, but uh, we'll, we'll get to those later. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a thing for sure. Absolutely. Right. Um, you know, another couple points on it is um, I think it, it's it's just it's kind of like just a love letter for anybody who loved army of darkness. So, well, that's nice. Yeah. Fan service. You know what? The one thing studios are doing properly right now, and apparently they did this with the super Mario movie too, uh, is they gave stuff to the fans of the actual, you know, genre, the movie, they gave it to Mario fans in they, a good way. Yeah, exactly. This gives it to your Bruce Campbell fans and stuff like that in a good way. Right. And, and if the studio is listening to that, that's, or, you know, or listen to the fans and give them what they want, you're going to get a big audience out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's absolutely. A, that's a good thing to do sometimes. When it's not too just like, oh, man, the whole movie's fan service, blah, blah, blah. Like, people mm-hmm. complain about that, too. But, yeah. It's, it's I, don't think, I don't think fan service is a bad thing, though, no. man. I've heard it, if like, I've heard it talked about. correct, and you're like, oh, there I've heard it, it talked like about, that. like, it's some sort of ugly thing. If like Predator ew, 7 comes can... out and Arnold walks in the background, like, everybody's going to be like, well, it's Dutch, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'll be good, right? You son of a bitch. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Him and Carl Weathers just back there, like arm wrestling um 
yeah, but that's uh, that's my review on uh, on Evil Dead Rise. So I, you know, I just sometimes I just don't know what to review, and so like I was just looking for something. Yeah, to, I was to watch. expecting us to like you know, sit down like, and really go into something. You know, and he's like, I we'll, just did this. And we'll like, have you to know start what? doing. Perfect. We'll have to start doing some like our commentaries. Right? Our, yeah, like, our yeah. commentaries. You know, it's funny. Like right before we started the show, we were genres. we were like we were killing time because we had everything set up, and we were like, oh, let's just turn on something to bullshit and kill we some time. The whole thing. And then and then like I was just like, oh, Howard the Duck. We'll have this on in the background. And then we got like oh, super yeah. into it like let's watch howard the duck yes yeah, so then- <laughs> howard the duck as bad as we remember it <laughs> well maybe, i mean yeah maybe but maybe we were also not. sitting around having some drinks so maybe it's not that bad with, with the friend i don't know you the know costume we'll, we'll, the mouth movements yeah. and stuff were really good and but like you're just like looking at it we'll like, have to kind of we'll, like ugh. we'll have to do some of these on our uh, on our commentaries channel which we have yet to kick off but i think it'll be a good time if we do that um but yeah that's uh that would be a good one to do commentary that's evil too. dead rise review man um you ready to go ahead and move on to the next Send segment? It, We're yeah. going to check it on in with Charles Basrack, Comic Man. Here we go. Comic Man from Baltimore. He's got more books than a comic store. From X-Men to Fantastic Four. All the sagas he's explored. It's time to check in with Comic Man. And we are on with Comic Man, Charles Basrap. Charles, Charles, how's your week, buddy, going? Oh, Charles. How's your week yeah, going, buddy? Good. Let me try that again. <laughs> how are we doing tonight, guys? Uh, we're doing we're great, wonderfully, man. man. Thank you so much for joining us yet again for another yeah. uh, episode of Zoomundo. Always happy to have uh, you back on here, man. No, nah, I'm happy. I'm actually, I, I didn't know about the documentary on the Governor. I am all in on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, on the 7th, man. Yeah, you know, when when I worked uh, when I was in the White House, he came by and um, a little side note. Yeah, Charles used to work in the White House. By the way, very cool, very cool stuff. Yeah, well, I I, yeah, this is back in the day, but like he was when this is when he was governor and he was coming through my post and like they made it, they fixed it so that I would be at his post just like go over the. Oh, that's cool. I was was like, flagship the governor is at my location. (laughs) That's a pretty (laughs) spot on impression, actually. Yeah, that's good. They're they're like, we we copy officer, just don't do that again. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Was great. I was, I was like, you have to see him come quickly. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. It was, I can't it do was the best time. Time. It, was, it was like a night of my life. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, so you heard us talking and stuff. So we're, we're going to jump into Superman here in just a minute. But first, what's on the shelves? What's good this week? All right. Well, we actually had a really solid week. A lot of big name books, nice. a lot of big name characters. You know, your standbys. You know, your your you're all the members of the Justice League, their individual titles. You know, your Avengers type stuff. Okay. But um, from, I'll break it down by company. I'd say DC had four really really big books this week. Four new series starting out. Shout out to uh, DC. That's yeah. always fun. So the first one we got new anthology series. It's going to be a little bit of a turnoff for some because the price point is eight bucks. Mm, okay. It's, Eight bucks an issue. You mean, wait, comics aren't ten cents anymore? <laughs> yeah, no, they're not, a, they're not a nickel. You can't get them with a hoop and a stick. No, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> they come with Bazooka Joe. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's sixty-four pages, but it's it's eight oh, bucks. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, it's a big book it's, though. It's it's a big book, and there's no ads. It is just straight through sixty-four pages of pure just. That like reminds me of the old and, um, Batman ones and stuff. Those like the ones that are worth money. Yeah, I mean it's it's an anthology series. Yeah. We get four stories in it. It's it's actually replacing the recently wrapped up Batman Urban Legends, which is the same format. But this one's got some non-Bat family stories. Then we have a Stormwatch story and a Superman story in this one. 
and the talent on the book is top notch. Tom King, who did, who's done a lot for DC uh, comics in recent years and for Marvel, uh, he has one of the darkest Joker stories I've seen in a while. Um, Chris Cantwell did that's a, a bold statement. Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was, this is a little girl, a balloon, and the Joker. That's all I'm going to say. About really, this story. <laughs> really. That reminds like me. Like we all float down here, Georgie, kind of thing. Yeah, or? yeah. It's it's it, it's a pretty dark story, and it, the first it's, it's the first entry of it because like well, even though it's an anthology, they will connect. It's kind of like Marvel Comics Presents used to have like some like multi part arcs and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's uh it's definitely it's it's a good one. You know, Tom a, King on on this book is solid. There's a dark moment cyborg. with balloons in the original Batman movie from. Yes, right? yeah. <laughs> my balloons. <laughs> he took my balloons. Yeah, he was so, he was so angry at that. We had prints on the soundtrack, so it made it better. <laughs> oh, of course. Where absolutely. does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I remember standing in line before there was even like, you know, you can buy tickets online, going from movie theater to movie theater in the Bronx. We wound up at the sketchiest movie theater in like the Boogie Down. That and you weren't, and your parents were weren't murdered out there, murder. right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how I'm not an orphan after that. that was a good night. <laughs> wow. But uh, we've also got Cyborg number one this week. You know, it's uh, okay. by Morgan Hampton and Tom Rainey. New miniseries, just kind of fleshing out and ironing out his pre and post Flashpoint continuity issues. You guys mentioned Flashpoint mm-hmm. earlier. A little bit. Um, the story of Flashpoint seems to be following loosely what the uh, what the the movie is. Barry Allen went back in time didn't really mean to in the, in the comics and he wound up saving his mom but, but. going it, it screwed up everything like his it, it created this little ripple effect that caused the earth to slightly go out of shift just a little bit so that when superman's rocket came down it crashed into metropolis not into an empty field oh wow and he was taken in what are the, by the odds <laughs> yeah it's just one of those things you know so like yeah. it, all of these things went wrong it was the only two things on that world metropolis and an empty yeah, metropolis yeah. And small, but that's all that matters. that's it gotham. Yeah. and gotham yeah, yeah so like you know they in in the, when they rebooted the continuity things were changed and cyborg was made a founding member of the justice league he was okay. never a part of the titans is this is this actual titans. flashpoint continuity or this was fla- this, this was the flashpoint continuity in in in, in the new 52 they called okay. it when they rebooted everything in the oh, comics got it got it and now things are kind of like opening up a little bit more everything kind of counts and they're kind of hammering things in there so we have this new miniseries kind of explaining that he was in the justice league but then he shortly so, left and formed the Titans. Right, also, let me let me back because I have a question here. If yeah. uh, if Superman, uh, Kal-el landed in Metropolis in the New Fifty Two, so is that was he never raised in Smallville in New Fifty Two? Well, then? In, well, in, in Flashpoint he landed in Metropolis. In the New Fifty Two, he was still back in, in, oh, in okay. Kansas. Gotcha. Okay, but got it, it was but his but both of his parents died the night of his prom, which is a total buzzkill. Yeah, really. Um, they died, and and um, that's sad. You know, his he was never with Lois in the New Fifty Two. Lois was dating some random guy, John. That after a while, they just stopped writing him. They just didn't think character just disappeared no explanation like, yeah, this is the thing family matters just sweep him under the rug one night and never came back down <laughs> do we talk to you about if i'm rehashing an old thing about um the new the newer show where they're Superman like and Lois. did we talk, talk about that where they no, went we didn't talk no charles watches it but we haven't talked to oh, him okay. about it yet yeah yeah no i was wondering i was going to ask what you thought of of her as an actor because there was some some not controversy but people had different opinions on whether she looked like lois or and somebody said she, she looked like a young Lois. Yeah, she looks like a. Somebody said she looks like the original actress too, a little bit. Margot Kidder. Kidder. Yeah, yeah. Margot Kidder. she looks. She looks like a young Margot Kidder. That's me. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Okay, cool. All right, keep going. Sorry, we got off on a tangent. Sorry, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. No, it's all good. Uh, we have a new Titans number one, Nightwings team of Titans. They are the new uh, Justice League, essentially. Justice League disbanded after Dark Crisis. And Amanda Waller and Peacemaker have a mad on for all superheroes. And the <laughs> Titans are trying to step into the role of the Justice League fighting bad guys, plus refusing an offer from the government to work for them, which is not how, you know, making Peacemaker and Amanda Waller happy. Okay. So it's a solid read, you know, solid read all around. And what I was most excited about from DC, I mentioned it last week, The Vigil, number one. Okay. DC, it The Vigil, the, number one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the second of three miniseries celebrating Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's um, an all Indian creative team led by Ram V and Lalit Sharma on the on the writing and the art. And they're a secret team as India's clandestine meta program. And their edict is to find and destroy weapons and artifacts that the world can't have or isn't ready for. Now, do, you they, know, do, they, do they go back to like some old ancient texts and stuff and make stuff like plausible? Uh, like... So far, we haven't seen anything like that. This, this There was a lot of we still haven't even gotten Sorry. to see all of the characters in action fully yet. We're just getting okay. little glimpses of them as it goes. But Ram V... Um, He's been doing stuff with Venom. He did an, an, an amazing Swamp Thing run a couple months ago, and he's Swamp on Detective Thing, Comics yeah. right now. So he writes really layered, really cerebral type stuff. So I, this is why I'm looking forward to this one. And it's, um, it's pretty cool to see the DCU take on like Mumbai and parts of India and parts of the world that we don't normally get to see. No, that's very know, cool. Yeah, it's, it's not all it's, just you know, Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get America, we get the big ones in Europe, and we get like Japan or China. This is the first time we're really seeing like a lot of big set pieces moving around cool. in um in on the subcontinent. So it's totally cool. Uh, yeah. So as far as DC, that's top notch. Marvel had a couple of good ones this week. I'd say the top ones, 700th issue of Fantastic Four. That's a big Ooh. milestone. Okay. Issues. 700. Now, how long is this? How long is um this particular string of Fantastic Four been running? A whopping seven. just barely made it (laughs) but it's but it's uh it's it's been real it's been good uh that and we have the long-awaited relaunch of of the avengers uh by jed mckay and cf villa uh we had a middling never heard of all over the place (laughs) run of um 50 plus issues by jason aaron that just wrapped up and it was kind of all over the place kind of didn't know what it was wanted to be but jed mckay is printing gold right now the guy's on moon knight he's on black cat doctor strange i mean he just he gets characters so um i'm definitely uh, excited to see him and see what he's going to do on this run outside of the big two i got to mention from image comics dark ride by um josh williamson if you like horror you know, you're into this. I saw your cousin Tiffany said she like you know thinks she likes horror. Right. Uh, it's about a, a park creator who dabbled in dark arts, built nice. his uh, to build his horror park empire, and things are not going on going well there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's a lot of like craziness. And then there's a book that came out actually a few weeks ago. Not the Necronomicon. <laughs> no, not Necronomicon. <laughs> but this one came out a few weeks ago called World Tree. Um, it's from James Tinney in the fourth. He's written Batman. He's written a bunch of stuff. And he's really big in the uh, the indie circuit right now, in the okay. indie circuit. Um, it's a rogue, dark web program gotten out. It's turning people into killers. And when I say it's a first issue that'll stay with you, I, the last four pages of this issue, I was like, no, wait, what? Just like absolutely just amazing. And I, I mentioned it because I got to meet Tinny at a signing in Annapolis this weekend. Oh, and, nice. um, where, where was that? That's was super cool. Was that a uh, like, third com- eye comics? Okay, nice. Yeah, third eye comics in Annapolis. He, he's just... 
I met him years ago when he was starting out with Batman and he's just as down to earth now. Like he's just like such a solid dude. Mm -hmm. And, um, he told me all about like, you know, the big plans he's got for the book and uh, department of truth, which got you guys might like actually, cause I know your, your segment on the unexplained and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Department of truth is also image comics and it's him. And then the book basically posits all conspiracy theories have potential to become reality. If nice. enough people believe Oh, this is, this and is another DC title. Yeah. The, the image. This oh, is this is image. Okay, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think okay. I can. I think I can. And uh, Department of Truth is led by Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, what? what? Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> they, 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 they go around stopping things like Flat Earth and Moon Landing from being too focused and believing because then reality <laughs> will actually alter around it. And <laughs> oh, my God. It's wild. This, hey, man. You know, the polls are shifting. Guy, it's going to come yeah, up at some point. This, there's this evil group in the background that's actually trying to do that to make these things. They think Wild. they believe people should believe whatever they want to, no matter the price. So it's just like, who's really the bad guy here? It's so just twisted and that's insane. Great. It's great. It'd be right up your guy's alley, I'll tell you what. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, that's, that's Department of Truth from Image Comics. That sounds fun, yeah. Yeah. That, I might have to go that, I might have to go uh, down uh, and check I, that I was one out. Say, we, what we should do is after we talk to Charles is go buy some of these books one day and like go through them all. Like Yeah, okay, most definitely. Four volumes. Four okay. volumes, all twenty-two issues. Nice. Okay. Nice. That sounds like a blast, man. Yeah, it was, he he's a great dude too. He he was he's really really yeah. he's a he's a fan of the fans, you know. Definitely yeah. stand up dude. Sounds like the type of dude so, that like that enjoyed reading the comics, and now he's he's there. He's in the big game, and he gets to like well, I, yeah, I said yeah. when you tie the stuff did, into. Uh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, when you tie it anywhere in a remote possibilities and some real stuff and you know like that's why a lot of these are, are believable to begin with because they tie into like your you know like a regular joe's life or something like that but uh yeah, well, yeah. i think that's it's super cool it makes it even more fascinating mm -hmm. well and that's what he talked to he actually goes into like how some of them have so many competing theories like there's so many people that don't believe that we landed on the moon but there's so many different versions of why have you ever seen so nothing um, can, like actually C coalesce yeah if you ever see cgi from 1979 it's bad so <laughs> yeah. so in the 60s yeah. to make that fake i, I, I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. real good but it, it goes into all that stuff and it's it's uh it's definitely it's it's worth a read if you, you can pick it up like you know it's like 22 issues over four volumes so far and it's coming back again at the end of the year right on uh with like another like 20 something so yeah that, that that book is awesome but so that's all i got on the actual new releases and some recent releases uh front so what do you guys have for me all now? right all right well, so first time. of all thank you for thank you for hitting us with all of the new releases for this week man it's always yeah. it's always awesome for you to just come by and just give us the rundown let us know what's hot on the shelves this week i've got a hot it's question fun. for it's you fun. charles man. do you want to go first because yours is probably well duels is probably more relevant to what we've just been talking about your question for charles oh my, my okay so uh, so here's here's my question, and then once again, before I jump into this, if there's a question you want to hear uh, Comic Man talk about, uh, just you know, send us an email, send us a message, zumundo at outlook.com. But my question yeah. for you this week is, so we're talking about the Superman Legacy movie, which is going to be kind of yes. like the first in um, this new DC Cinematic Universe reboot, um, and they're going to be drawing some inspiration uh, pretty heavily from all accounts from uh, All-Star Superman. So... Let's let's get into let's get into All Star Superman. For those of you out there, if, you know, if you're like me, and uh, you consider yourself like a big fan of the Man of Steel, but you haven't read everything, you know, let's let's hit those cliff notes. What do we need to know about All Star Superman going into this new Superman Legacy film? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think it's an interesting choice of all of them. You know, after Alan Moore's Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, that was a two-issue arc, like, towards the end of the original Action Comics and Superman runs when DC was heading towards Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they were doing their full reboot back in 86. Um, I'd say as far as if you, there's three must-read, like a holy trinity of must-read standalone Superman stories. Right. Birthright mm-hmm. by Wade. Read it. Red Sun by Millar. Yeah. And mm-hmm. All Star Superman by by Morrison. Nice. It's, okay. I I put Superman for all seasons just outside that holy. Trinity, I, that's I read like, that one, but yeah, not the I other mean, two. It's, it's just it's just this amazing story. It's it really it's one of those stories that like very it encapsulate it encapsulates the uh, the humanity and meta humanity of Superman, and it still holds up you know to these days. It's the basic gist of it is it's a tale of the end of Superman. You know, okay. Lex Luthor unleashes an attack. Superman's able to defeat this thing, but the energy that's used leaves him so supercharged that his body starts literally decaying and he's got a year to live. Wow. And during this year, he reveals his identity to Lois. Um, he helps her get superpowers just for a limited time so she can see what it's like to be like, you know, so she can see what it's like to be him. It seems like a strange starting like, point for a, yeah, like I mean, a he, Superman well, reboot. I mean. like, he, he goes through his own like labors of Hercules, you know, type. Yeah. Place, well, plus, like you know, he has to face mortality, which is not super, something Superman has to do. You know? Yeah, you know, and and in the end, you know, Lex turns the sun blue, launches his big attack, and we get one big final fight, and then Superman disintegrates into the sun to heal it. And you know, Lex gets to become the man who killed Superman, but like in their final battle, he gets a glimpse of the future as Superman saw humanity. And he realizes how wrong he's been all these years. So the victory is bittersweet because, yes, he's ultimately responsible for Superman's death, but he also realizes that that was the wrong thing to do. Mm. And it's left with that and Lois holding on to hope that he'll be back someday. And the all-star universe version of Cadmus called Project is prepping what looks like it's going to be a clone um, like we saw with Superboy after Doomsday in the main Right, 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 yeah. So it's just – it's a fantastic story, but I, I think I think you're right, Duel. It, it's a, it's an odd choice given the finality of the story to start. Yeah, a new well, cinematic. You know, well, you, it's it. inspired by. Doesn't mean it's going to have the yeah. same track, but but yeah, but uh, time well, will tell. Yeah, time will tell on that. Well, you know, on on one hand, if if they do a fairly faithful adaptation, it can allow them to like you know not be committed to like a, a one actor for very long and open the door for a clone or another Kryptonian to step into the role once like the Kal-El story is done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the drawback is really introducing a brand new Kal-El that's already at the end of his career and never getting to connect connect with them before taking him away 120 minutes later. But um. You know, it's kind of like the constant retellings of his origins and beginnings and stuff like that, like Birthright or Jeff John's Secret Origin. Yeah, see, I would have I chosen they're... Birthright as, you know, as as the kickoff point, but that's, you know, yeah, yeah. that's neither here nor yeah, there. I, I think there's something inherently, like, seductive in doing a last days type of story because, like, for all intents and purposes, like, just like when you write an origin story that allows your tale to be the foundation upon which all further tales are built on, mm-hmm. um, a story like All-Star allows you to put, at least for a few years, like, the final word, the final capstone on an icon. And there's something, like, a little bit, like, you know, poetic about that. Yeah, I got the final word on Superman. I have the one who wrote the final Kal-El story, and this is it. You know, <laughs> yeah, but we can always bring you know, it back. I mean, I, we've I, proven I that. Little, I got a little nerdy there. You know, those who don't know, I was uh, 
an English lit major and classical <laughs> philosophy minor before, nice. the, before the government recruited me for, after 9 11. So <laughs> it's I a think, surprise you're not I a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. hey. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an interesting choice to see what they pick and choose. Um, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite stories. One of those stories that, like The Watchmen, um, like Red Sun that I go back to, you know, from time to time, just read and reread, and oh, it's, wow. it, it still holds up. It's the Watchmen's great. pretty interesting, yeah. Watchmen, Alan I've Moore read amazing. once a year, every year for twenty plus years. I've read the Watchmen really? every year. Okay. I, I read it all the time. I just, I, it's one of those things that, you know, I, when my when I took the kids to see Superman, oh, uh, to the last Star Wars movie. I sent my wife a picture of us like getting ready for. Like, <laughs> I know this story. But <laughs> for back no, 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 let him, let him, This okay. is great. Go ahead. <laughs> so like, where I, I send her a picture. I'm, I'm like, I'm like going to see Star Wars, and, and this is a school day. It's the opening day, and she texts me back. She's like, "You cannot take the kids out of the school to see Star Wars." <laughs> nice. So I hit her back with a bomb from Watchmen. I was, I was like, Melanie, I'm not a serial Republic villain. Do you honestly think I reveal my master stroke? There remain the slightest possibility of affecting this outcome. I did it 35 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So she was, she got over it, but like the kids were like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just pissing off mom. <laughs> I revealed We're it 35 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I know that story having, uh, you know, because we talk pretty frequently and, and stuff. And yeah. I, I just, as soon as you're just like, oh, that reminds me. And I just started giggling. I'm like, oh, I know oh, where yeah. he's going with this one. <laughs> that's funny. That's great. <laughs> So yeah, so Actually, yeah, you had something for me, right? yeah. Also, that was that's all, that's All Star Superman, but yeah, it, mine's what, kind of a random one based which, off of got? this evening. Does Howard the Duck? Oh yeah, because we were watching Howard okay. the Duck. So, <laughs> Howard the Duck has been done a couple cameos in the MCU, right? Which was great, right? And we know the original yeah, movie is around. is. Uh, By the way, just 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 to preface this, we didn't tell Charles this question no, was coming. No, no. Like I I met, I'll message but, him earlier and be like, hey, we're we're gonna hit on All Star Superman tonight, you know, whatever. But like he didn't know there was a Howard the Duck question so coming down the pipeline. So does just Howard so the Duck? You know, have any superpowers or is he uh, just a you know, duck it of what you define as superpowers so in the movie i will i will say this because like, i know it's been a while since you've seen it because it's not on everybody's like while. speed you know dial list uh he does beat up a couple dudes pretty early in the movie and kind of jumps real high so i didn't know if he was like you know super or not <laughs> he's got nothing really he's he's the funny thing is about howard the duck is he knows quack foo <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's when that's the scene where he comes out. He's like, I know Quack Fu. Yeah, but um, but, but you like, can't tell if he's uh, BSing the guys and they're just trying to scare that, him off. That's 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 what he's skilled at. Like yeah. you know, he can he's he's like it's kind of like a judo master. They may not like be as strong, but they know how to use leverage. Like he doesn't right. have like any real super. Well, he's powers. small, right? Like kind of yeah, small. He's, he's, yeah, he's he's just he's like kind of like you know like uh maybe Hobbit size, but a little bit smaller than that, you know. But you know he's not like like right like Affleck duck size, but like big. <laughs> <laughs> That's but funny. like he's um you know Stephen Strange had you know like you know like uh you know Doctor Strange had taught him some spells back in the day, but like oh really? You know, like he didn't really do anything. But he he wound up he was like a he's I, I think he's like maybe two and a half three feet tall something like that. But he was he had first appeared in a um. In uh, with Man Thing, I've seen Geese, which is like their, the 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 Marvel, the Marvel oh, yeah. version of mm-hmm. Swamp Thing. Yeah, um, but he pops up every once in a while. I mean, he's he hasn't been around, you know, all that much. But um, no, but I, th- I thought the cameos are around. cool. They might even reference the movie. Um, I don't know this doesn't have much to do with the comics, but uh, he said something about playing poker or losing it at blackjack or something like that. And then in the movies, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, you see him like playing cards. You know. 
Yeah, he 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 yeah he would play every once in a while. He'd play um, Ben Grimm. The thing has a standing poker night. <laughs> okay, that, like a lot of a lot of the heroes get together. I like, want to be part of that poker uh, night. It sounds like a good time. Oh, yeah. I'd just be laughing. Wolverine at him. sometimes. Uh, Wolverine playing poker. <laughs> he probably yeah, smokes a lot of cigars. Looks brooding at you. He's got a good <laughs> yeah, poker yeah, face. I mean, he's he's been involved like in a lot. He, he's always like kind of like it, like you know how around like he, he's been he was in like original sin in, in the comic books you know he's he always winds up appearing in like the more like bizarre sorts of like storylines uh, always... just so they can give him something crazy to do yeah mm-hmm. kind of an interesting character and i mean we've all known about him since we were kids because that kind of came out and was like yeah we thing. were kids and then, when that came and out and then it was like oh, yeah, you can't was... watch that movie there's like naked ducks in it and stuff. it's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> yeah, a weird film you know that's the one from uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, Leah Thompson from Back to the Future yeah, is, like, is in yeah. it. Leah yeah. Thompson was in Back to the Future. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't she yeah. in Red Dawn too, or is that the other lady? I don't remember. Or like the Breakfast Club or something. I don't know. They're all in a bunch. No, of No, she's back not then. Breakfast Club, uh, but she is. Um, I think she was in Red Dawn, she, right? I'm trying to think. She might now. have been one of the two girls that went. Yeah, you know what? Them. She was Erica yeah. in Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. in 3D Jaws also. I remember that. Jaws <laughs> 3D. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Holy started. Dude, I love Jaws. It's so awesome. The original <laughs> well, is yeah, like she, one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> yeah, but she, she was Lorraine McFly. You know? Oh, yeah. Of course. Did you not yeah, did you know that? Uh, sorry. I'm mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's been a minute. That's what I most remember her as. And you guys talking about movies back you know, before. Uh, like I said, I recently rewatched the uh, the Haunted Mansion. It was on. Uh, you know, <laughs> you the, did? The, oh, the, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and it's it's not a good movie. No, it's really not. I have to go back and watch that. It's 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 a rough one. I mean, as as far as adaptations of rides go, it's definitely (laughs) he's funny though. Like usually, Eddie Murphy can like bring (laughs) something. Yeah, but he's only as good as the script, you know. Yeah, he does. He does what he can. You can tell he's struggling, but it's um, it's a really weird plot where like you know his uh, it's either him or his wife are like realtors and they're gonna buy the yeah they're gonna buy yeah uh, something like that and then yeah they, they get like caught in a storm and they get to hang out. It's, it's, of course. it's all like the convoluted silly this, this one prefaces, prefaces I, I believe this is the preview I'm thinking of yeah they're just like hey don't come in here because it's going to change your whole life like this place mm-hmm. is haunted already and uh oh yes yeah, so dude walks in and you know like, it's like, <laughs> yeah it's going to be uh um it actually looks kind of entertaining I'm like, oh, yeah yeah I'll, I'll give it a walk <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else to do I got nothing else going on <laughs> Well, Charles, man, I appreciate you coming in and breaking it down for us week after week, man. We appreciate, dude. You're such an Always. awesome uh, part of the show, and uh, like a pillar. Yeah, you you are a pillar of Zumundo, man. And we're we're so happy <laughs> right. to have you come back on here the, and just just bullshit Zumundo. Yeah, just bullshit comic books with us every week, man. We really really appreciate it. No, it's great. No, I appreciate it. It's fun. It's fun. Just keep sending me uh, questions. Abs- like I said, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like you told everybody else. Like I don't. Uh, I don't know what's uh you know I I have the general just hey we're gonna talk about yeah know, he, he doesn't need, he doesn't need study time you just throw it at him and he goes yeah I'm not I'm not Batman I don't need prep time I'll kick his ass too <laughs> you got the belt man you got the belt yeah well that was our weekly check in with uh, Comic Man uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us man we will yes, see sir. you next week sir yeah good talking all to you. right all right have good a good one. all right thanks a lot guys you have bet man take care. That was uh, that was that Charles, segment. man. God, it's yeah. it's in that fun, man. I always have a blast well, I like, with Charles. I like he, you know, he comes on and talk about books. Yeah, and stays yeah. to talk home, about all kinds home, of other homeboy stuff. worked yeah. at uh, worked at the White House. That's man. cool. Yeah, yeah like, I'm impressed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's also he's also written a book. I think it was called uh, American at the Crossroads about. Well, I, you know, we don't go into politics here, but it's it was about nonpartisan 
politics and it was uh it, it's really interesting to read, man. If, if you uh, if you really want to hear like because he's more than just a comic book nerd like he's he's a published writer he is a political analyst like he's he's been on cnn and other things before like by all means like you oh, know, i'm go, gonna look that go check yeah. him yeah go check him out and his book is uh, an american at the crossroads by charles bass rap um if you get a chance to pick it up i highly recommend it, it you know if you're like i said we we stay away from politics here but if you get a chance and you want to read some good, um, smart political analysis without the bias, check it out because yeah, that guy that is that awesome. guy's yeah. a lot smarter than just a dude that reads comic books. Not saying that's a dumb thing, but I'm just saying he's a super intelligent dude. Um, so check out his stuff, and he will be back here every single week to navigate us through the comic book world. Right before we jump into the mysterious Ooh. world, as we talk about some of the creepy unsolved mysteries of the world that we live in today. Here we go. It's time once again for Mysterious World. You just said that. Mysterious World. Let's dive into the dark and mysterious. How many times can we say Mysterious World? I can say it about four or five more times if I have to. All right. Bitch. So this is the Mysterious World. (laughs) All right. Go all right. Uh, so we, once again, like we always have things that we switch. He has a thing that he researches. I have a thing that I research, and then we we go in. And so, what do you have for mysterious world this week? I've got a great tale, and I like combining things with. This is gonna be good. This is gonna. Uh, we're gonna require a little bit of uh, feedback. I'm gonna bring up. Um, so I've been geeking out on monsters of the deep. I found this weird article about this guy. This, you know, they say he's a navy guy, but other people say he's a regular guy diving an oil rig. And something like hypnotizes him. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about is just mysteries of the undeep. It it went down a rabbit hole from there. And I brought myself back to something that I've looked at numerous times in my life and I found fascinating. And this one is the uh, the monster that they actually caught, physically caught a carcass of a giant monster on a Japanese fishing vessel. And it's known as the, uh, I don't know how to say this, uh, just because I don't pronounce um, Japanese really well. It's right. it's either Zuyo Maru, like Tokyo Maru, like the airsoft company. Spell it. Or it's X-U-I-Y-O dash Maru. Um, so the carcass, they say that either the ship's name is meaning New Nessie or they nicknamed it New Nessie. They definitely nicknamed it. But supposedly on April 25th of 1977, this Japanese fishing, fishing vessel, fishing? What, what the heck is that? Is this, fishing the, vessel, uh, is this like the old black and white picture that you There's black and white. Okay. There's, there's pictures of this thing. What year they, was this? This is 77. Okay. Um, that they caught a dead plesiosaur, mm-hmm. which is a dinosaur, with a long neck, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Loch Ness yeah, Monster. of course. That kind of stuff, right? Um, which brings up a thing, because these are sighted all over the world, right? Of course, yeah, there's, it's more than just Nessie. There's a lot of sighting. We have like Ogopogo there's a lot. and... There, there's, oh, I say a lot. There's a handful of pictures, decent pictures. And I've, I've geeked this out in the past. I didn't even find all the pictures that I've seen before. Mm-hmm. of it uh, on this journey. Um, but there's a lot of pictures. Okay. And there's also a lot of scientists that back it up and be like, that ain't no fish, man. <laughs> that ain't no mammal, You're man. You're going to need a bigger boat. So did they catch a sea monster is the big question here, right? Well, mm-hmm. what we'd consider a sea monster or a dinosaur. Okay. This thing was caught off the, I believe the east, not the east coast, but the eastern, east of New Zealand. Like they're out there fishing. And... Um, they, they found it. Now, 
they hung it up on a on a uh, on the hook, the fishing the hook. hook. Yep. It, yeah, yep. So We've all seen that picture. Things I think. smelled like ass, right? Uh, well, it's a dead carcass floating in the water, so probably um, did, it probably didn't smell good. But it weighed about eighteen hundred kilograms, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's over a ton. Um, it was about ten meters long, thirty feet. For those who don't speak in those terms. Its neck was 1.5 meters. It had four large reddish fins. One point, oh, and the tail okay. was two meters long. So the tail is six feet long. Okay. And they so there's two crowns here. So it also lacked a dorsal fin, right? That's like some Wikipedia. All thing. right. Well, yeah, dorsal fin would typically be for a marine mammal. Right. Though, so well, there's also somebody who said they recognized two dorsal fins. Okay. So a little bit of a you know story time mm-hmm. will tell, right? I didn't see a dorsal fin in any of the photos, but it does have a crazy ridge back, very bony and stuff. No organs, they said, remained. Um, but it's skin and like the fat and stuff were somewhat intact. So you could see the outline of this animal. Okay. Now, a lot of people think this is the corpse of a basking shark. Okay. A as, basking shark. As okay. There's a, what do they call them? Blobs. When they, when they wash up, like a blob washes up on shore. Well, it's just like decomposed and stuff at that point. right? Well, no, it's not, it's not like a physical, like blob, like the movie, the blob 1950s, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, not that kind of thing. But or nineteen eighties, they redid it. It's or globs. Do they call it globs or blobs? Anyway, stuff washes know. up on shore and and people see it and they're like, ah, those are crazy remains. Now they found one of these things that was supposedly a lot bigger. Right. Same kind of thing. But this is back in the eighteen hundreds. So people are like, nah, it was thirty six feet. It wasn't, you know, sixty meters or whatever it was. Time does feet. a strange thing to fish yeah, stories. It's, it's yeah, they get bigger, they get bigger. My hook bent. It, yeah, know, exactly. I, I never landed it, but I saw it. I seen it. Mm-hmm. I um, seen it. No, but this thing, you know, at thirty feet long is a big fish, if it is in fact a uh, fish. Of course. So the cool thing about um uh basking sharks when they die, because sharks are, you know, they're not super bony, right? Like right. Cartilage and stuff. So a lot of times their giant jaw that uses the filter out and it's a filter feeder and they call it basking shark because it comes up towards the surface mm-hmm. and feeds on plankton and stuff. But they've been known to go pretty, pretty deep. Like I think I read like six or 900 meters deep mm-hmm. and they've seen them going like straight up to like catch big blooms of this stuff. Right. Whatnot. But I mean, it's a shark, so it can move fast mm-hmm. if it wants, but it feeds it like two knots or something like that. It's kind of a pretty chill animal. Um, mm-hmm. But their, their lower jaw and everything falls off. And then with all the rotting and stuff, they say, oh, it's probably just... Hey, just I interrupt you here. Uh, Matt from That's Fair Podcasting is hopping on our live feed. Oh, and yeah, says, gets hey, I don't that. know, uh, sounds fishy. <laughs> hey, Matt, thanks for joining oh, us today, man. Yeah, uh, you check out his podcast as well, That's Fair Podcasting. Hey, th- thanks for joining us today, man. Appreciate it. All right, um, sorry, you were saying... So if the jaw falls off, it appears like its spine and stuff would make it look like it has a long neck. Also, it's a couple big, you know, like two big fins here two big fins there so yeah like so feet. i mean so it's it's like we see like that and we think like plesiosaur slash loch ness monster because that's what we you know we so envision again, it the, to be the feasibility of this is interesting because they didn't take it back with i them. think it is feasible like i think this is i think this one is pretty feasible like but go that, ahead, that it's a plesiosaur or that it's a basking shark a plesiosaur okay so i think it's i think it's not enti- I mean. it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility no no this is definitely possible it's whether it's probable or not actually doesn't matter because if it was a plesiosaur then it's a plesiosaur hey Cass, thanks for joining us uh hey Cass. uh so they didn't take this thing home uh a couple stories come out of that the captain was like hey don't throw that thing in with the rest of the fish it's gonna spoil the fish that ma- makes sense that you makes put a sense bunch of rotten meat, meat yeah of course yeah. yeah and you're freezing Bad apple everything spoils a bunch, as yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah there you go um yeah that's a good quote <laughs> so they throw it overboard well some people say that they they actually cut a couple pieces off and brought it back and that those were actually analyzed. 
mm-hmm. and they said that most likely, so it's not even, it's sure. not even a game. Yeah, it's not even a guaranteed. They said most likely the amino acids and tissue came back as a basking shark. Most, ah, boring. No, no, they came back as most likely a basking shark. I should say that. Not yeah. like, so, but there's no, like nobody has the vial of No, Nobody has access tissue, to this. Plus so, this was like, back then. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it actually started a big kick in Japan and craze about like, oh man, we're going to find these things, you know? Yeah. And and this thing's been referenced in pop culture a few times with some Godzilla movies and, of and course. pop culture podcasts like ours. Uh, but it it brings up a larger conversation too. Which yeah, which about I was going to bring. The Loch Ness monster. Sure. What's the one in the Great Lakes? Uh, Ogopogo. Ogopogo. I think it's Ogopogo. I think I there's one it, in there's one in Canada. A uh, cast. Uh, my friend Cass is on the live chat right now from Canada. Cass, do you do you, do you offhand the, do you what's Canadian what's, Loch Ness what's the Canadian Loch Ness monster? I know there is one. I think there is. It's actually the North Canadian plesiosaur. Plesiosaur. Maybe could um, be. I don't know. Is he, he's know. not responding. Um, she. She's, oh, she's not <laughs> responding. My bad. Um, but the... Uh, yeah. Ogopogo. It is Ogopogo. Ogopogo. Okay, okay, thank yeah. you, Cass. So, Appreciate it. Yeah. It, there's a lot of sightings and stuff like this. And we talked about sea serpents and stuff. And and I'll tell you this real quick little story of my own. I don't want to go on too long. That's why I'm mm-hmm. No, no, that's quickly. interesting, man. I'm, um, I'm fascinated by it. Go ahead. What do I think? What do you think? I think the pictures think? are awesome, and I've geeked They're out on awesome, this thing for a right. long time. I remember seeing that when there I was, was a, a kid. Yeah, there was a point where I was completely convinced that this thing was a dinosaur. Yeah. Um, basking sharks are still hunted illegally for, for shark fin soup and you stuff like that. son of a bitch. It's kind of gross. And they are in, endangered, I believe, but not super endangered. So like like middle of the road. Yeah. Um, so don't chop up those giant fins and throw them back in the water. That's me. Um, <laughs> Don't just don't just take it for shark fin soup and throw them back. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. They used to actually hunt basking sharks for a lot of reasons, though. Um, I don't know, man. Those pictures don't look like a freaking shark, and I've actually seen yeah, shark no, carcasses I've seen, I've seen those. Then. I've seen the pictures you're referring also, to. The way that they picked it up, you know, with the crane and stuff, it makes it look like a well, giant monster. Look, look, man. Here's how I here, here's how I feel about it is the fact that the. the well, the this ocean, is the story I was going to get at. Yeah, the ocean is just so vast, Dude. and we've explored so, so little one time. Of it. So would it be back like, before I could like when I could walk fluently and, and talk and walk fluently, swim and, and are you be a fluent awesome. walker now? I tried. Uh, <laughs> what if you chew gum? Thank I you. I snorkeled an area that was really cool, and we were on on an um you oh, know in an island. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I was snorkeling in a place that looked like a Discovery Channel. It was really cool, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beautiful places, Hawaii, Guam, all those cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of stuff in Indonesia and whatever. You go snorkel out there, and a lot of the water's untouched. Snorkeling off Africa is, is beautiful. That's actually where a lot of whale sharks come. Mm-hmm. They breed up into uh, up in the Red Sea. They're uh, beautiful off, creatures. Off the Red Sea. Um, Absolutely beautiful. I think like west of Djibouti and all that stuff. Pretty pretty neat stuff. What's the capital of Djibouti? Djibouti. Djibouti. Yeah, Djibouti, 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 which is yeah. just fun. I just yeah. I only asked because I just like to say <laughs> Djibouti, Djibouti. Say. All right, go um, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. But anyway, yeah, you can totally swim out there with them and... and People have great pictures doing that. Anyway, so I'm snorkeling. As one and does. And we see a sea turtle. And everyone's like, ooh, yay, oh, cool. hey, sea nice. turtle. There's probably six, seven, eight of us in the water. There's a bunch of people snorkeling, right? Like, it's a pretty good group. And uh, everybody's competent swimmers and stuff. We follow the sea turtle for a little bit. It's going offshore a little bit. So, okay. you know, do, 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 Check do. him out. See what he's up to. By the way, they're fast. Like Sea turtles yeah, are fast. I have really seen fast. them in the water. They um, move. Yeah. Uh, he or she Slow was Slow on land, fast in water. And... Um, we got out and the and the coral got a little more sparse 
you see that one big branch one, you know, with like the fingers, like, oh, here, I'll, mm-hmm. do it. I'll do this for the last room. You know, the one that's like, looks like a big fan and all that stuff sticking up, but not a lot of the regular stuff that's all in the rocks and all the beautiful, crazy corals that you're used to seeing and enemies and stuff. And so I dive down to see how far it is. And I didn't make it to the bottom. Like I can conservatively hold my breath pretty, pretty well back then. Yeah. Now I can't do anything, but, um, so I was like, yeah, hey, it's deep. It's like, I don't know. Uh, you know, I even like guesstimated. I was like, I don't know. I probably dove down 40 feet because I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but you so were also pro- in the Navy. So Come it, was on. Pro- it was probably, it was probably 60 feet, you know, or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, you know, it's totally BS. But then there's just a black line as we're following this thing out a little bit further, just a black line. Mm-hmm. Like literally you can see the ground and then you see black, like a sun, like, like a horizon's just gone. No stars, nothing like that. Oh, wow. Just gone. And, um, it was over a mile straight down right there. Cliff style. Crazy. Like, like the abyss where he goes yeah, over a cliff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've never seen a fear come over a group of people like that. I, it would, it would for where me. Was a, it everybody, the, the solophobia or something? Every, the fear every, of the open ocean? Because well, I, I don't it. know. But we're, I would have freaked out. We're all snorkeling in the swimmer circle, if anybody knows what that is. And uh, uh, I mean, these are highly trained people. Like, you know, there's seals out here swimming with us. There's a bunch of people, right? And mm-hmm. um, it's just like straight up. Like there's nothing out there. Nobody had the balls to swim out over the edge. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, no, myself that. included. Right? F that. As, I wouldn't do it. As soon as I saw just the black abyss that the ocean actually no. is, I was like, "Yep, sea monsters real. Done. Like it's got to. It, there's just so much room out there. That's my personal opinion. Is there's there's definitely room for wild stuff to be happening out there. This particular incident, I'm not sure about because I wasn't there. I'm pretty sure if I was there, I would have been. Captain, let me put it in my room, you know, like, like do something <laughs> gross, you know, bring that thing home and see what it was. And maybe it was a basking shark, but uh, I think it's a great wild thing. And it kind of kicked me off on, on looking at everything from oar fish and we know the Kraken's real, right? Oh, of course. Giant Listen, squids, man, giant I don't. Well, squid, you know what's funny? Is, uh, well, giant squid. squids is one of those things is like we 110% know that giant squids exist. There's a new video we, that's squid with elbows. If yeah. you've seen that one online, I have not. it actually, it actually like is they're like a pendable, like, like it's so maneuverable and fast. There's another one of them like attacking something. Yeah. They're like feeding. And it's like, Whoa, we thought that thing just drift around. Like it looks like an alien. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's, it's a very highly yeah. effective animal, you know? Right. Uh, and, and there's also, you know, that leads into the whole, are octopuses from outer space? Like people say, they crash in the water. I don't know, man. Well, that's the whole Cthulhu and, thing, man. Maybe know. they are from another realm. Who's to say? Who's to say? Pretty but wild. that's one of those things. Is like we know, we know, giant squids exist. I mean, like we've see, seen like, the car- can, we've seen the carcasses yeah, yeah. of them, but I don't think anybody's oh, no, ever. There, a couple have come up live. Yeah. Oh, have in, we actually in, seen in them live at this yeah, point? There's, okay. there's definitely live. But for the longest time, like nobody's ever seen a giant squid. They're not as big as some of the ones that have washed up. Like there was one off of Florida in the 20s that was like 94 feet long or something like. There hasn't been like a modern reference of that, but there's definitely ones that they have on video very recently. But I say I say that that to say this is like the the ocean is so vast and we've explored so little. Supposedly, but that like Like eighty percent of it is something about like you you know there was there there are still prehistoric creatures from back in the day well, that that are still alive now so that survived the extinction, this right? This is arguably more of a cryptid thing, but there was a fish that was being hunted, hunted, fished off Madagascar that they thought was extinct for is millions of years. Is it the colon can? If I'm pronouncing it correctly, yeah. yeah. And they, they, thought, like, they thought it was extinct like yeah. hundreds of thousands, or sorry, hundreds of millions of years ago, And they're like, right? yeah, we eat this thing every Tuesday. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's and they're still like, here, what? guys. And it's they, not gone. Yeah, they catch it and eat it. And it's, it's pretty nuts. So uh, I mean, Tiffany is asking, did you do any show on the Megal 
Megalodon. Not uh, yet. No. We, not yet, but we have discussed doing and I, it. I am a big fan Megal- of yeah. the Meg, and as I said last week, yeah. uh, the Meg Two trailer is so, coming out. So, so maybe, maybe, maybe we will do that next yeah. week. Maybe we'll, well, touch, on, we'll Mega, touch on Mega Megalodon Shark, which was a different one too. There's Mega a lot Mouth of is a different thing, yeah. But yeah, that was a. Do you remember the shark? gummy things from when we were kids and the white one was oh, the great God. white what was it I yeah. can't remember gummy they, shark and, but I know what you're talking about but I can't too, remember yeah. I can't remember what, what it was called it was called. candy and it was like it was like oh, a gummy yeah, they, they, I gotta remember this because like that was like the big thing back in the day was like the after school snacks yeah. like the, the 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 shark gummies or the the gushers gushers was like uh, a huge, oh they were later. delicious they were gross they were amazing fruit snacks as Tiffany saying fruit snacks fruit snacks yeah, those are fun, but, uh, you know. Tiffany, I feel like uh, Tiffany, Amanda, and Cass, and uh, even Chris, to some extent, are all kind of, like, unofficial, like, co-hosts members on the Members of the pod. show, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of unofficial members of the show, because, like, even Chris Chris isn't on the live feed because he's five hours ahead of us over there in, in the UK. Right, right, he watches them. But he, but he, but he listens to us later. And he comments. And stuff. But, but he also, like, sends in, like, suggests. So we talk about him a lot. My cousin Tiffany is always here on the live feed. My friend Cass is on the live feed. And Amanda, who is strangely absent tonight, which is weird because she's usually here but that but but like yeah. but they're always like here with us on the live feed and stuff and uh matt from that's fair podcasting is joining us here in the live feed tonight so just oh, that's great just yeah. want to say thank you so much to you guys for just like tuning in to watch two friends sit here and bullshit we appreciate it yeah as Absolutely. we drink beers and me and my captain america costume it's a good here. costume actually it looks pretty cool in <laughs> this, person this is, you know this is my comfortable one i actually have one that's like a lot more than this but uh yeah but that's um yeah, that's. I mean, that pretty much wraps up. I mean, wraps it, up. We, it, what we it does is tangents. it starts a larger conversation about like things in the water, which are pretty freaky. <laughs> um, well, I have uh, that. That was that was a cool that was a cool bit for mysterious world, and, man. And, I appreciate and it. To give my, I I would like to believe that. I want to believe it's a uh, yeah, like the fox Mulder. Yeah, thing. exactly. Um, would like to think that that is a monster that we caught. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna. But in, I'm, in, I'm a in skeptic on most things. So. In my head, cannon sea monsters exist which is another reason yeah. why i don't go into the ocean past my chest like that's i won't i don't do it babe. Yeah. i don't do it you don't go past your i don't chest. i don't go past my chest i don't that's do funny. it babe. you know um, sharks swimming like inches of water now just shut the f up dude right, just, just in my in my head cannon they don't they won't they don't come that close i literally to shore. saw one recently shut the like two inches of water. It, was a, it was a tiny <laughs> hammerhead it was cute, no i know yeah, no no yeah. It was probably um, killing and murdering the whole time. I think there was yeah. a time I was I was at the beach with Nino and we were swimming. We're just like chest deep and stuff, and we're chilling. And I just look up and I see this giant, huge gray thing, just like moving. And this is like maybe ten feet from us, probably less than fish, that. School fish? No, manatee? No, shark? it was. It took me a minute. But I backed up. Dolphin? I like and like and Nino was like looking at me, and he sees me look up there with like a look of shock on my face and he sees me stepping back and of course like naturally he starts fucking moving yeah, back yeah 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 and so and then he's like he's like what was that I was like I just saw something really big in the water and then like with time to like reflect oh, and think stuff. and time to like reflect and think about it like and process what I saw and I was like Oh, it was a freaking manatee. That was a manatee, like on the beach, because they they go from like inlet to inlet. Yeah, that's people aren't <laughs> used to seeing them in the ocean. No, of course not. But yeah. it was a manatee because, like, um, so we have like the Sebastian Inlet here, Fort Pierce Inlet. They'll they'll like leave one inlet and then just head south down the coastline Bust and go to the other inlet yeah. and stuff. But it was like I was like, okay. oh, it was a manatee. I was freaking out over nothing. But you know, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid of being in the deep water. Like my my girlfriend is huge on going out. 
paddleboarding and stuff. Yeah, paddleboarding, but also snorkeling. Like I went snorkeling where they're in the Keys last summer, and we're gonna go this summer. The but Keys I am, must be nice because you can I'm see. I'm never really well, right? comfortable in the water, dude. Oh, I'm not like, uncomfortable. I love like it, I man. like I like, and I saw. But some I've cool also things. seen some weird stuff, like some of those some of those rare starfish and stuff. Like I mean, I've, I've snorkeled pretty much all over the world at this yeah. point. And, uh, the uh, there's some weird, freaky stuff in it. Yeah, the, the yeah. open big, water. Big morays. Open seen, water terrifies I've seen me. Moray dude. eels, like spotted moray eels, like <laughs> you no know, in you. Africa that were bigger than anything I've ever seen in a zoo. Like, and I know they don't eat you and stuff, but they do kill divers and you know when they go lobster fishing and whatnot and. You know, giant, just like oversized conks, yeah. just wild Hold stuff on. in the water. Um, yeah. Cass is chiming. Cass, uh, my friend who was sitting here listening on the live, uh, didn't you swim with sharks in Bora Bora? Uh, oh, Bora, I, Bora. I mean, I probably did swim with sharks in Bora if Bora. If you're in the water, you're with sharks. But, um, but I didn't see any. But I and did swim with sharks on the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. But that's another story that's for scary. another day. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they were they were like little reef sharks. Like oh, okay. they, they had no interest in there's me. There's big sharks out there, though. Yeah, too. I mean, these there's were also, like, these were like three a, or four foot sharks. There's also a river that, you know, plays, bores out to the ocean right there yeah. that has giant stingrays. Hey, there's my girlfriend chiming in. And sharks all in the same thing. And I think my, my girlfriend eels, whose yeah. uh, profile picture is, in fact, her snorkeling or scuba diving is saying scuba diving is best. Yeah, that's great, sweetheart. Cool, and, yeah. I, and I love you so yeah. much. You, you can wear the chainmail suit. And like I will be said, on yeah. the boat to, to pull you up whenever you get attacked by a shark. And I love you. But I'm, I'm, I'm dying to get to your story here. So all right, we've been sorry, going too Yeah, we keep on going but off on For the record, I just heard there was only like 70 shark attacks in the entire planet last year. So it's don't be scared of the sharks. You're a liar. It's, it's the jellyfish. Mm-hmm. The underwater monsters and everything that are way terrifying. <laughs> I don't know how long my, my girlfriend was hiding there in the, the live feed before she decided to chime in, but I've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So, um, so you had, you had the, uh, the sea monsters and this week and I had, this is, this, this is, is a really good one. fun. This is, uh, I, I had a lot of fun like researching this cause like the more I dived into this, the more fun I had about it. So this is a I'm super uh, excited for this one. Yeah, this was um, the Green Children of Woolpits, um, and this was a a request from uh, my friend Chris over in the UK who listens to us regularly. Um, so this is a, a tale that goes back to the 12th century in England. So this one's this this is like a 900 year old tale, and it's super fascinating. Um, there are different accounts of when this story actually happened because there's like we draw on this from two different accounts which i'll get into in just a moment but most of them point to it happened sometime between the years 1135 and 1199 in the village of Woolpit in england so this is like medieval england and i'm drawing from two there's two different accounts of this tale the first one is William of Newburgh, and uh, I would probably say, based on what I know, that his is the less, um, I don't want to say accurate, but uh, less reliable of the two, because his accounts come completely just from people who heard this or said that. So basically, and that's kind of what history was back in the day. Like, well, I heard through the grapevine and now I'm writing it in a book. Um, So that was the account of William of Newburgh. The second account of this tale comes from Ralph of Cottishaw. And his story comes directly from a man named Richard de Con, 
who is the man that took in the green children of Woolpit, which I'm going to go ahead. Like the guy who actually took him in. Yeah, like who took him in. So here's the story of the green children of Woolpit. Um, So there's one day during the harvest time in um, Woolpit between one of those years that I mentioned in Suffolk, England, two children, uh, there's a girl and a boy. They both appeared together. And the the most striking feature that they had was that um, they had green skin or like a greenish tint to their skin. Right. Um, and they were wearing unusual clothes. Nobody recognized these clothes that these children were wearing. Did they describe them at all? Um, I don't, I don't think I, I don't have any like accurate descriptions of the, the clothes that they were wearing. Um, so this, uh, they were taking this man named Richard DeCon who took in these children. And, um, at this point they, they hadn't eaten for several days these kids are starving right so they they brought so he brought these children food and they they refused food they're starving but they were refusing all this food that like they, they didn't know how to eat like uh, like they didn't recognize any of this food that they were i can like, see that like, if, you're, if you're from another culture you could freak out and be like yeah Ew, i don't want that so and it wasn't until they were brought beans they were brought these beans but the interesting thing about when they were brought beans is so you have you have a bean stalk right um jack yeah yeah like jack if you're looking for the beans you're gonna go into the pod to open it right you're not gonna you're not gonna cut open the stalk and expect to see the beans in there right that's what these kids did oh far they they opened the stalk because these kids are starving obviously so they opened the stalk and there's no beans there's no beans obviously because that's not how beans work did they eat the stalk uh no they started crying because there was no beans in there until someone like went and opened the pods and was like here there's beans in the pot and then like they like they tore into these beans and just like ate like they were starving. Like, so they didn't, it was were they, weird. Well, where they used to green, like I'm, I'm being silly, but green beans get it. Well, like, no, is it green? no, no, it's like, that's actually not, that's actually not. A, but green a beans are like question. long and stuff, you know, like, yeah, like compared to no. I mean, well, there's that's other true. beans where they're like they're I smaller. I mean, maybe a regional thing, but it was just sort of a, a weird thing, which kind of ties. That'd be a weird regional else. thing where you think they're um, in the stem, though. Yeah. So these kids, like, um, eventually, you know, I'm ate pretty sure beans stopped starving, but. Um, you know, when, when they started asking these kids, like, you know, where did you come from? You know, these kids, did, these well, from? these kids didn't speak English, and they spoke a really strange language. Nobody understood the language that these okay. children spoke. Um, That's not so. Uh, so as they as they ate more, they uh, they lost, They eventually, like, as they had a more diverse diet besides just the beans. Um, they learned how to eat other food, obviously, and they lost their green color. So they stopped, you know, they, they, they weren't so much like a, a green color at that point. They, well, they kind of, people yeah. lose tans when they, yeah, exactly. Well, color. I mean, there can be skin discoloration, which I'll talk about here in just a few minutes. Um, so Richard DeCon took these kids in and he took them to the church to get, to have them baptized, um, because this is a Christian nation, of course, in the middle ages and, in okay. England, like you know, if, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's you know, it's a Christian nation. So let's take let's so let's these go, must be abominations. We well, must no, it's not that. Let's, let's go. Let's go save these children's kids, these children's souls. Obviously, okay. So, um, so the children were baptized, and uh, unfortunately, not too long after the children were baptized, the boy died. Well, how old, how old are we? Speculating uh, I don't. I, I don't have like an exact age. If I had to say, like probably like 
pre-puberty, so like maybe, maybe like nine, ten. So they're years a little old. older then. Yeah, they're a little bit like older, six, but this, five, six, but this kid just died shortly after being baptized, which is yeah, it's kind of strange. Hey, what's up, Ricky? Oh, good to see you, man. Another friend in the uh, another friend in the live stream. Thanks for thanks Hi, for joining me, man. Hope to see you at Dragon Con, man. We're going to talk about Dragon Con here, uh, not this episode, but it's going to start ramping up. Probably talking yeah. about it quite a bit. Yeah, as we get closer to Dragon Con, but uh, that's another story for another day. But anyways, um, so the 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 boy died, which is very sad. Um, but the girl continued to live on, and as she did, she, she became a lot older, though, right? She no, no, no. She adult. she lived she lived a full life. Um, but uh, she she eventually learned English. And when, you know, when she finally understood English enough for them to ask her, like, where do you come from? What's your homeland? Like, what's your story? Because they have a word for that. Yeah. Um, she said she was from a place called... Zumundo? No. <laughs> that, that, would that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. she, she said she was from a place called St. Martin's Land. And when they asked where that was... St. Martin. It's uh, in the Caribbean, baby. No, no, not that not that St. Martin. Um, when, when she was asked where that was, she said that she didn't know. She didn't understand. She didn't know where she came from. The only thing she said, she Conceptually, said, probably be she, hard said to explain. she said there was a few things about it. One, that it was a Christian nation, not unlike the place where they were from. Like, so she's not a Viking or anything. No, she's not a Viking or anything. It was a Christian nation. But, uh, she also said that, uh, it was a land of perpetual twilight. Like there, the sun didn't shine there. Like everything Ooh. there was like. Um, I, I think like in the accounts it was described as your land, but only like just before dawn or just after dusk. Like winter is coming. Yeah, like winter's exactly. Yeah, well, you know what, my sweet summer child. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, that could be her remembering a northern climate where the sun's not always there. I mean, it could. But be. the sun's also always. But there like, at some yeah, points. but but even even in the places where the sun shines less, the sun still shines, right? It shines, but there's also the loop, like when you go way up into mm-hmm. Alaska or whatever, right? Yeah, well, the days are shorter. Like I, so you know, as, well, no, no, as they're said, shorter, but like there's the day where you have all sun all the time too. So that could be like, but that's not year round, and you have to be really yeah, far yeah, north but, or south. But for that. you got to think, what does she remember in like? Yeah, it's droves yeah, of her exactly. Memories, and how right? young like, is she? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we'll get into some of these series here in just a minute. But um, she also said that like everybody in the land where she came from. And once again, I'm drawing from two different accounts of okay, this right you know, now. This is good. I, I watched um, all this on ancient aliens yeah. a bunch of times. No, this is fascinating. Like that. It's a great story. She so said that, uh, this is you, a little different. You, they, you know, when, when asked like, why was your skin green? She said, well, everybody was green. That's just, that's just how we green skin. Like goblins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well there could, they could just be Greek. And yeah. they have, you know, people say olive skin. Like, they I don't a, think it they means have, literally like no, 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 olives, man. Like, like no, like a beautiful, like tan skin. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe they're just interpreting it. Could like, be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So when asked like how she how she found her way into this uh in, into this uh, place in this village of Woolpit, she said that uh, so Woolpit, their their yeah. father, as she said, was a shepherd, and they were following their flocks. And they got lost, and they entered this canyon, which led them into this cavern. And when they went into this cavern, they came out the other side, and they were, um, well, actually, they were trying to find their way out, but they heard the sounds of bells, like a bell sound, and that helped them find their way out of the cavern. And when they came through the other side, they were shocked to see this bright sunlight, like, in their face for the first time, because they'd they'd never seen anything like that before. This is a good segue. I know. Um and she said, uh, she said, the only other thing that I can tell you about your land versus my land is a great river separates St. Martin's land from your land. And that's, and that's it. Hmm. So 
we, now this raises a lot of questions, um, like whether it's all BS or not. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing because we're we're taking accounts from a story that's nine hundred years old. So right. let's stop there. Two, I mean, like two, you know what I mean. If a great river, it's a could gr- she be like a ghost that came back across the river? There's Styx? there's a lot of theories, and we're yeah we're gonna jump into some of these theories. Oh yeah, here. start. I'm no, no, it's you okay. Off, man. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's okay. No, this is one I'm I'm interested. Um, in. So yeah. theories for the green colored skin. Now that's actually pretty plausible because there's a lot of scientific ways we could des- we could describe green skin. One would be chlorosis, which is a form of anemia. That results in discoloration of the skin. It could so uh, result, diet was messed up. For yeah, a while. yeah. It could it could be a result of either an infection or a vitamin deficiency. Man, if I and the tra- fact that they were starving when they met them is you we know we do kind portray of sick people in cartoons as green sometimes. That's true. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's entirely possible. Like, where did like, that come from? Like, yeah, their their green skin. Like, how green was it? Was it like bright Martian green, or was it just like a greenish tan? Like, That's we don't, what I wonder. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and at this point, it's just kind of speculation. Now, as far as like the language that they spoke and their strange clothes, some people have said that they could be, um, they could have been Flemish. Um, and there at the time here in the area in England, there was an influx of, uh, Flemish immigrants. So there's a lot of Flemish immigration like happening here. Like a couple kids got lost. Type yeah. Time. Like a couple, like, like maybe they, like maybe their parents were immigrants. Have you been to France? I have been to France. I've, yes. been, I've been to Germany. I've been to Germany. Have you been, I've, I've never been to Denmark. I've been to Denmark. Yeah, I didn't see green people anywhere. I didn't see green yeah. people in any of those yeah. places, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, a lot of people have tried to explain that. Like, well, they were the children of Flemish immigrants, and maybe the parents were killed, or maybe that they just got too. lost. I mean, it was a rough But time, here's man. the thing, though. If nobody understood the language of these children... Then they wouldn't be Flemish. Well, I was going to say, don't you think there would be somebody out there... That would maybe education. That would understand. That would that would know. Like, oh, that's Flemish. Like, oh yeah, I know that language. That's Flemish. But or nobody like, knew it. I heard the goat killer four villages away speak something like a word that they said. Like, you, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. They could piece yeah. it together. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that's it's. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, you know, but that doesn't account for like why didn't anyone recognize? Did the they ever become like circus, circus side freaks or anything? like like obviously not circus, but like did people like come to well, kind of well the boy died. Them? Well, right, but like, did no, they ever no, like, actually, come no, to the, interview the, or the, anything? Um, well, I mean, these are all taken from accounts of people right, who right. talked to them, Very obviously. Um, but the the woman, uh, the girl grew up into a woman. She lived a full life. Like she got married. She lived her life there, like you know, perfectly normal. Well, what are what are kids? I don't, DNA? I don't, I don't know anything about the children. Mm. I don't think they had DNA tests back then. Well, they do. Pretty now. sure they didn't. Um, if your mom so was the mom of this lady, so that was like one of the theories. Um, early accounts said you know, it goes the Middle Ages was kind of a special time to be around. Said the children fell from the moon, which you know we would know that to be silly now, of course. Uh, but there but are theories that there's alien children that they were alien children or alien hybrids, maybe. Could be changelings is another popular theory. Ooh, like they just um, chose to be human. All the yeah, time? Well, well, a changeling is a, a human child that is replaced by a fairy, basically. So like the soul of a fairy goes into this human child. Oh, and wow. The, I didn't think... I thought that was something totally different. Yeah. But... Um, the, and then the other the other one, and this, the thing that I think is, like, the most interesting one is the fact that maybe that cave, maybe, just maybe, was an alternate reality of sorts, and they are... Uh, interdimensional portal inter, Interdimensional children. I don't know, so, man. Like, it's... You know, it's, it's, look, it seems man, feasible. So you got, you got guys, and I'm not knocking any of these people. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but 
you get a lot of people right now, especially like in the post-military community experience, experimenting and experiencing DMT and psychotropic psychedelics sure. and stuff to try to fix their mind. A lot of them end up becoming really religious afterwards. Hmm. Like normal religious, like, like I saw God. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people who are like, I saw demons. You know, like, and there's the crazy elf alien thing. This is, this is a great conversation we can, we can have, uh, with the crew here. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there's a lot of potential, like people think that you're seeing into another dimension when you do ayahuasca and all this crazy stuff. And, That's possible, uh, man. You know, and, and that is possible and it's not impossible. It's, it's improbable. Right. Judging by what we touch, smell, taste, see and hear. But as we know that everything we can see, touch, taste, smell, hear, all that stuff is like less than one billionth of reality. Of course. We know yeah. So, I mean, like our, yeah, our, our, per- our perception uh, is very limited. Pretty wild stuff. So they could, I mean, they could have some weird time rift or they're just, human, they're just humans from the 1990s. Mom. Yeah, uh, they like, went like, back in time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gotta I don't go know. Back in yeah time. They were just Ninja Turtles, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of crazy stuff. And, and the, the thing is, is like, I don't have a theory for where they really came from. Like, I mean, it's just it's all speculation. It's all happened nine hundred I mean, years ago. Do you so. think what's the th- what's the first thing ever written by a human? Do you know what that is? Um. All right, all right. It uh, might not actually be the first, but it's up there. Is the um, the the Anunnaki stories and stuff that like humans were created to mine gold, which is just a wild story. And somebody's like, "Yeah, they made that up," and you're like, "Oh, yeah." But if I just learned how to write. Wouldn't I write like what happened last week? And granted, those stories are probably millions of years old if they were even real. Like, sure. Knows, right. But I wouldn't just make up a superhero story, but that's what we're doing now. So, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe you would though, right? Like, yeah. So, I mean, there's just room for all this freaky stuff yeah, to just and, continue and to be freaky and freak us no, out. No, that's cool. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite parts of Mysterious World is we just get I to like kind of come in here like and share the well. stories and just, just throw some speculation out there, man. It's a lot of fun. I don't, I don't, I don't have an answer for this one. I, I you know what? Here's I'm I'm you know how like last week and we talked I talked about Lizard Man and I was like I, I think this one's total bullshit and this one I was I'm like you know what but I mean this week I a lot said of the different I mean I think it, I think so it like, definitely you know, happened and but whether or not like it's explainable through just normal conventional means or maybe there's something a little bit more supernatural or maybe there's some uh, there's some interdimensional travel here I'm gonna say this one a little feasible also, I, I, I would believe know, that it's possible. Mulder and Scully, you're welcome to be guests on the show anytime you want. David you know, Duchovny and Jelly and Anderson, yeah, you guys absolutely. can come on the show. That would be, that would be great guests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Most definitely. They would probably have the answer. They're like, oh yeah, but those guys are sitting at the FBI Academy <laughs> right now. They're actually teaching a class. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, that's Mysterious World for this week, guys. If there's something you want us to talk about on Mysterious World, email us, zoomundo at outlook.com or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash zoomundo. And we will be sure to get to it and talk to or talk about it Zumundo. for you on Zumundo. It's always fun. And we will navigate this mysterious world together. But sometimes as we navigate through this life, <laughs> we need we need some advice. And that's when I call in my dear old Uncle, un- Uncle, let me Uncle. try that again. Uncle Chuck. Now retired down in Florida is where he lives. He's a dear old man with some advice to give. If you don't like it, then I guess you're out of luck. It's time for advice from your dear old Uncle Chuck. <laughs> Uncle Chuck gives a fuck. Hey, Uncle Chuck. How you doing? 
Hey, kiddo, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, I dear God <laughs> almighty. Uh, let me find the sensor button before we even get started. Today. By the way, this Uncle Chuck, nice uh, to hear from you. Disclaimer for anybody, Uncle Chuck is spicy, so heads up. All right, Uncle Chuck, what do you got for me? So, I was telling my neighbor, Helen, about how, how you you kids have me on, on your, your podcast He's thing. He's talking about Helen. And... And yeah, she asked me what it was, and I told her to look up Zippity Doodah podcast. That's not the name of the podcast. Fucking with me? That's not the name of the podcast, Uncle Chuck. No, it's Zumundo. Zumundo, Uncle Chuck. It's a made. It's a made. It's a made-up word. It means absolutely nothing. Uncle Chuck, I don't work for Disney. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Well. Well, how did your date go well last weekend, Uncle Chuck? Oh, <laughs> oh God, I don't want to know. Uh, you know what? Don't answer that. I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know. The best part about being my age and being with older women is, you know, you can raw dog it. Oh, jeez, Uncle Chuck, gross. Uncle Chuck, I got comments. Once again, disclaimer for Uncle Chuck. Uh, Uncle Chuck is the entire reason we have the explicit lyric warning on this podcast. It's like so, the, yeah, it's. <sighs> So just it's not so much it's not so much a cream pie as a cottage cheese oh, pie. Oh, gross. Jeez. Oh, God. I, I, need, I haven't had enough drinks with this. Are the elderly not entitled to pleasure, oh, kiddo? Uh, God, just, stop it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Let's just... Let's just move on from here, <laughs> and we'll, we're going to put this over here. We're going to pretend like this didn't happen. Uncle Chuck... We're coming to you for it's advice. It's natural. Oh, God. Ugh. Uncle Chuck, this is your advice column. My We're father coming. was a very virile man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> your father? I need, is, that, is that your grandfather? That would, that would have been my, my, uh, uh, my, uh, my grandfather, yes. You know, good for you, Uncle Chuck. Get some, you know? You guys Don't, are living it up. Do you. not encourage Uncle Chuck. All right, Uncle Chuck, here's... It's the only way to get him to stop talking. <laughs> I have a uh, I have I have an email coming in to you this week, Uncle Chuck, from a Carol, and she uh, she's she's coming to you for advice. So here it is. Not a Karen. Not a Karen, but a Carol. Dear right. Uncle Chuck, my husband recently said that he wants to go get coffee with his girlfriend from college. He hasn't spoken to her in ten years, and it seems strange. That she's just showed up out of nowhere. Should I be worried? So, Uncle Chuck, you've been on this planet for many, 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 many years. And what's your advice on this situation? You know, obviously, you know about the the ins and outs of, of love and relationships. Do you have any advice for our friend Carol? She's being paranoid. Who the fuck gets wound up after having a cup of coffee with someone. No one's like, oh, yeah, I got totally loaded on Sanka. (laughs) Oh, that's not the direction I thought I was going to go. I had had a fucking jug of espresso, and now I can't quit fucking like a bunny rabbit. Nobody (laughs) says that. Okay, Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, got it. All right. So that's it. So Carol, Carol, if you're listening, um, you're being a parent. You're being a paranoid. Oh, yeah. Let your yeah, husband yeah, yeah, go. You let are. your husband go have coffee with his ex-girlfriend from high school. Who gives a it, right? 
it, hey, it, you know, nobody got ever got laid from coffee. Well, that's probably true. It, well, maybe I don't know. Like I, I mean, maybe. unless it's Irish coffee. Oh, <laughs> Irish ooh, coffee. Ooh, you know. Hey, Perkio, you know about uh, Irish coffee? The Indie Irish in, in the live chat? I thought, you, I almost want to tell you what I thought you were going to say on that <laughs> one. Wait, you have Irish people in your chat? Oh, no, no, no. We're huge in Ireland, Uncle Chuck. We've got like, you know. We have one listener in the UK. Shh, it's that guy. It's that Chris guy. Don't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The Irish are the soul to the earth. I thought I thought <laughs> like those fucking Welshmen. I thought. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that I, racist? Probably not. No, I, I we thought, were okay. I actually thought Uncle Chuck and and not to. I don't want you to go off on a complete tangent here, but I figured you would say something like she needs to learn how to swing and like do some weird stuff because this lady's definitely a threat to the relationship. And no, because no, you're a disgusting old coffee. man who thinks like that. So, it, all right, it, yeah, it, cool. it, it, it's just coffee sport. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I don't right, know what you know. fucking horny guitar teachers are doing. But, <laughs> Sorry, we're you used know, to a different brand of coffee, world, I guess. World of rock and roll, you know, like, maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's different funny because my there. nose is running, so everybody's probably thinking, oh, he's drinking Colombian coffee. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he's not. He's not doing a little Bolivian. Mo- Marching powder like a real rock <laughs> star, funny. huh? No, 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 no none of that. None that. of that, Uncle. We don't do that, Uncle Chuck. Of course we don't. <laughs> no, I, I think what it is is I'm actually allergic to alcohol, Uncle Chuck. <laughs> oh, that that sounds tragic. That, yeah. yeah, Uncle Chuck loves him. Uh, loves him a good stiff scotch sometimes. Bourbon. Oh, bourbon. Sorry. All right. So, yeah. yeah do you have a? Do well, you have Scott, a? I mean, scotch in a pinch. But- do you have a uh, do you have an outing coming up with uh with your assisted no i'm sorry not your assisted living facility i'm sorry your your 55 and up community here in the next week or so do i uh i i don't know look look check your calendar uncle chuck Something's happening Check here. My Something's happening here. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm not ready for it. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you got, you have oh, like, oh, oh. do you have like a, uh, do you have like a party you're going to or anything coming up this week or anything of interest? Do I? Memorial Day? No, Memorial Day is next. Next is that, week. Is it coming up? <laughs> next weekend? Yeah. You know what, Uncle Chuck? Know. It doesn't even matter. It's fine. I, I honestly, I didn't care. I was just making conversation. Damn. That's uh, <laughs> that's my dear old Uncle Chuck, everybody. If there's something you want Uncle Chuck to answer, write us in Zumundo at Outlook.com or fa- find us on Facebook.com slash Zumundo. Good advice, Uncle Chuck. And Solid. Uncle Chuck's going to come on back next week. He's going to have some more advice for us. Thanks for hanging out, Uncle Chuck. We'll see you next week, buddy. No All right. Good night, buddy. Good night. That's Uncle Chuck. That's Uncle Chuck. Oh, that was, was a, a lot less spicy than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? That wasn't I thought he was going to have that, like a whole thing. He's like, yeah, there's a sex wing involved and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, that was that was fun. That was uh, that was our Uncle Chuck's uh, chunk. Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck, that we did, man. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that's going to go ahead and 
wrap up this uh, episode yeah. three yeah. of Zumundo podcast. And of course, guys, um, so I will, we will be back here next week. We'll be doing the live just like we're doing then. And Indeed. then after that, Indeed. The next two weeks after that, we're going to have some what was pre- that guy's name? We gotta give we're going to have pre-recorded episodes that we're going to put out because I'm going to be away on vacation, but we're not going to leave you without regular content. So um, can't miss it. Uh, let's see. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Perkyo is heading to Chicago and he's drinking lots we of can... Malort. Why would you drink Malort, Perkyo? I... That stuff. Oh, God. So I'm at Dragon Con well, with this we guy. Got, we got to We got to. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. No, you that's can, right. You no, can talk so about was, an hour. Yo, 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 yeah, Keith, yeah, yeah. Keith, uh, he's never yeah. been to Dragon Con before. I've it's never gonna, been. He's, he's going to have his first one, and if we see, am him, I going? I don't know. No, no you're going. Uh, so if we see you, uh, Perkyo, give this guy a shot of Malort because I don't think he's ever had it before, and he can have the same experience that I had when you handed me a shot. That of sounds Malort, like drugs. I don't want like, it. It's no, it's a sh- it's a whiskey. Or not a whiskey. I don't know what it is, but it's disgusting. It's uh, there. You go. There you go. Is it whiskey? No, it's not. It's not a whiskey. It's disgusting. I can't it's, see that far. We'll make oh, it to Dragon Con eventually. Yeah, I hope you do. I hope you do. Yeah, I would love to see the con. <laughs> I went to a Comic Con actually once in, mm-hmm. uh, in. This is prevalent to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. To in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and it was okay. a small con, very nice, small con. Nice. But then you saw some of the people that you know in regular life conned out. Okay. That was creepy. <laughs> like like. You know, you got like a doctor walked by us who's like also like a lot of people's OBGYNs because everybody has babies and stuff. And you're like, is that guy? Is that guy at the Comic Con right now? It's an herbal liquor, he says. Herbal liquor. It's it's disgusting. Disgusting. That sounds again like dragon. I was like several. I was so I'm at Dragon Con, and once again, we'll I talk can't, about. I can't. I, I'd we'll talk to, about yeah. Dragon Con more as we get closer to Dragon Con. But I bought a I bought I, a great I, Famicom. I'm game really. There, by the way, I'm Final really. I just not to cut you off, but I really want to do an episode live from Dragon Con. I think that come. would be a so, lot of fun. Uh, maybe we'll go up to like the tenth floor. Of the if Marriott it's a business trip, this. maybe yeah. I can get down. You know, like I don't know. Uh, we'll see, man. We're, we're getting closer there. Made with wormwood. It's disgusting, and I don't know why you drank that, that, that shit. Like yeah. Ugh. So I remember, like, so I'm at Dragon Con. I'm already a couple drinks deep, and <laughs> this man hands me his flask. And I was like, what's in it? I don't care. It's alcohol. I'll take it. And I took a swig out of his flask. And a like, random stranger's and it, flask. It tastes like if, Good for you. if there was a taste of like dead kittens and punching babies, That's this is what the flavor of that is. I don't and feel I just, like I'd be advertising at all. It's so bad, dude. It's so bad. And this guy walks around. So it tastes like drinks. feet. It tastes like feet. It really does. It tastes like It tastes like feet and ass and <laughs> unwashed gym socks. It's Which so bad. Which are both a combination of feet and <laughs> ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but um, we'll, we'll, talk, uh, we'll talk about that a uh, little bit more uh, as we get that? closer to Dragon Con. That was a text from... Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was a text coming through. Sorry. Um, I don't know the TikTok thing, and I'm just saying it's kind of <laughs> wild. But we'll, but we'll, we'll talk to you guys for we'll, a few we'll minutes talk about, I think we're we're gonna, As show, we get yeah. closer to Dragon Con this summer, uh, we're going to do the Road to Dragon Con segment and the stuff. The Road and to I'm hoping WrestleMania. To have some, yeah, I'm hoping to have some like good Dragon Con guests on here. I'm going to reach out to see if we can get some Dragon Con guests to come on the show and talk to us about it. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Um, 
It's always a great time. It's, al- it's always here, a yeah. great time, man. Make sure you come on back next week. Uh, we will We will be going. Please um, share the I show think with your we friends. Have, yeah. We have one more week of going. What? Let's see. Hold on. What's today's date? Today is... Oh, we, we, we got about two more weeks of going live. Just the 18th. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to take two right? weeks off, but we yeah. will still have new episodes coming out while I'm away. Um, so uh, please keep on joining us here on TikTok. We're talking about going live on TikTok and doing possibly possibly Rumble because possi- you can cuss and stuff on there. Maybe YouTube. Yeah, like, Rumble. Maybe YouTube. Maybe Facebook. We haven't yeah, really decided Facebook yet. Might be not the best, but we'll figure it out. Next week is the twenty fifth. Yes, yeah, so we will still be on live on on the next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Please join in. Yeah. So for Zoomundo podcast, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. My name is Doolin. And my name is Keith. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a Zoomundus week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Sweet. Show, that was another good show, man. We always go on. Another one in the bag. Another and one bites us. Bounce, bounce, bounce.